3: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of A Pound for the Review. How's everybody doing? Hey. Good. Pretty hey. good. Awesome. Let's go around and say who's on the show. Start with Amy.
2: Amy Cordova.
3: Trevor Reese. And Chris Vimbrez. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And thanks for, this is a special day, we have Trevor Reese with us. Mm-hmm. Who he also has a show on the network, a brand new, brand spanking new show. So that's exciting. Thanks for joining us for this episode. No problem.
0: I love talking about... Alien, love this movie so. Well, you
1: better because we brought you in here for
0: a good reason. Yeah, I'm glad I can be here for this film because it's awesome.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So before we get into it, let's go around and has have we seen any movies lately?
2: Not in the theater, but I saw the the first episode of True Detective.
3: Oh, the new season. The
2: new season, yeah. Colin Farrell was really, really good. Very compelling. Oh, good. With some epic acting. Awesome. Liked it. How
1: was Vince Vaughn?
2: Really, he's really good. Excellent. You know, even when you think that he's about to say something funny, because in his delivery, he's usually the straight man, and he's like... Very dry. Yeah. But he is so good as... I don't know. You don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy at this point, so... I really recommend it.
0: Well, he used to do, like, a lot of his film stuff early was... He was the bad guy. Well, he's the yeah. bad guy, yeah. he was Psycho. Doing... Yeah, so he was doing <laughs> oh, a lot of stuff right. before right. mm-hmm. he got, like... Before... Domestic disturbance. Yeah, all that stuff he was doing before, like, old school and all those yeah. films sort of kicked in.
1: Jurassic Park 2. Jurassic
0: Park 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Lost World. Yes. What about you, Trevor? Um, I haven't seen much recently. I saw probably the most recent thing I've seen is uh, watch The Kingsman again and that movie's awesome. Movie's mm-hmm. super good. Um yeah, I liked it cuz it's it's just a fun movie. Like I love I saw it when it came out in the theaters. It's one of the fa- like few comic book movies that's like better than its source material. Like oh wow. To, yeah, they just improved it and it's, it's it's kind of their basic frameworks there from uh the Secret Service the Mark Miller book that it's based on and this they just sort of streamlined a lot of it and really got to the nuts and bolts of it and just rebuilt it and so much better. So yeah, that's that's something I've seen recently.
1: Awesome, okay. Chris. Jurassic World. Oh, what would we think Ooh. of it? I thought it was awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guy. We'll we'll have I'm, we'll have our chance to talk yeah, about this no, in due time. So, but so. let me let me give my props first. Okay. Um, I thought the action went in, and it was awesome. Um, I kind of understood where the feminist kind of complaints were coming from, but it. Like, it didn't stay throughout the whole movie. Like, I I feel like the female, the main female character actually uh, redeemed herself throughout the movie. Um, And the acting and all that stuff by the kids, I could look past because, you know, it's a, it's a summer movie. So you go kind of for the actions and all that. And I thought it was better than part two and three by far. And Pratt rocked the shit as usual. All right. <laughs> don't look at me like I'm that. Not, I, love I am space not, Noah. I, what, what's your beef, man? You had the floor.
3: I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it yet. I'm, I'm still, I'm still not not super super happy with my feelings towards it because mm-hmm. I went in, I felt with real you know realistic expectations. Yeah. I was kind of bummed because I felt Pratt was very un-Pratt
1: in it. He was just it. He his person. He wasn't well. He only said himself. like four words at a time. Yeah, like he never had a monologue. It was just kind of really quick phrases. I just and thought, and that. yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought it was kind of weird that they cast him, but yet not used
3: him for his charisma that he brings because he kind of just was very straightforward Mm, i mean i felt i've there's rumors that they're kind of wanting him to be the next indiana jones and i kind of felt like this was the testing grounds for that but wasn't guardians of the galaxy more of a test or like well i mean mean, he was but he was pratt he was his personality in that and i just felt his character that was my my biggest complaint Mm-hmm. if you're asking, mm-hmm. is uh, I thought the acting was fine. Mm-hmm. Jake Johnson was amazing. He was yeah, the best yeah, part of the film. Jake Johnson was really good in it. But I thought the script was horrible. Mm-hmm. I thought oh. everybody was two-dimensional. Um, I didn't really understand Vincent D'Alfrio's, like, the reasoning behind what he wanted to do. It's not really a spoiler because it's at yes. the very beginning, but he basically yeah. wants to take these raptors and use them for war. But it's it's one of those things where it's like, but that doesn't really make sense. How he would think that would
0: work, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and their mass ability to kill, yeah, they're unstoppable, they haven't been stopped throughout. They hunt together, and you won't waste human lives if
1: you can control them, but you can't control them was kind Mm -hmm. of the thing. Well, it kind of seemed like maybe Pratt could, and I think that was barely, yeah. yeah. But I think it was like classic 90s
3: action movie. But see, the first one I felt was so much more richer, which I wasn't expecting it to be as good as the first one. Right. I like kind of mm-hmm. when I went when I saw the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, my expectations for that was there's no way it could be as good as the first one. Mm. But, you know, there's no way it could be worse than the third one. And I even though it didn't. I wasn't super thrilled with that movie. It met those expectations. And this one, I was at least hoping it was better than the second and the third one. But I just felt like the script was, everything was so generic. And even with the kids with the divorce storyline, I'm like, I don't care. I literally Mm -hmm. do not care. This is just shoved down your throat in it. So it kind of bothered me. I thought everybody did fine. I just thought the script was horrible. Mm -hmm. So that was, that's, that's my beef with it.
2: What could have made it the characters less... Less two-dimensional. Um,
3: I, I think it would have been better had they reflected the great storytelling and the great writing of today's blockbusters. Because okay. we are having these amazing movies that are popcorn flicks that just... Mm-hmm. I mean, Cap- the Winter Soldier was just like, holy yeah. shit. I mean, that story was layer upon layer. And the characters, even um, Redford's character, was very three-dimensional and i just felt like this was they were hitting the beats it was like they had a formula like a math formula where it's like this is what we need to do to put into this movie to hit all four quadrants and then that's kind of it Mm -hmm. so i felt like they matched the formula without doing anything about it and it worked we'll talk about talk about its box office numbers here in a little bit but i wasn't actually even going to bring it up for this
0: segment because i'm still a little
3: upset about it <laughs> get over it get Wait, over so, oh, it. hold
0: on hold Here, on here's here's my here's my problem because i haven't seen it so i don't know mm-hmm. i have no way either and
3: it's very you know like but, it, there's camps on
0: both sides i've heard but it they you were and- saying um like comparatively you were less disappointed in the ninja turtles reboot <laughs> than <laughs> you were about this film so it sounds get like it, it. yeah kind of oh, wow no. okay kinda. wow Okay. That 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 helps. But frame. a
3: lot of that, I'm, and I'm not even saying like the turtles movie was a better movie in general, but it definitely matched the expectations. And it, I mean, the the characters were were a little bit more modernized in that than this one. It was a weird comparison for the two. But yeah, I mean, my expectations were matched in that one. Even though after watching it, I was like, eh. you know, I mean, it was yeah. just I didn't care while I was watching it, but it met my expectations. But this one, I was just so bummed out. Through the whole thing, I was so bummed out. Really? Yeah. Through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, I guess that's just my internal struggle. Okay. You've lost your fucking but, mind. But let's <laughs> let's talk about two two properties that made me really happy recently. Mm-hmm. So I saw A Walk Among the Tombstones. And I love Liam okay. Neeson, but I think the reason that movie failed and the reason I didn't see it in the theater is because we're all taken fatigued.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of yeah. tired of yeah. that
3: whole thing. And when you saw when I saw the commercials, it definitely felt like another Taken movie, mm-hmm. and it's not even remotely. It's really. a
2: thriller, isn't it? It's a
3: thriller. It's Real a scary. noir. It's almost yeah. like, um, in the style of like Sounds of the Lambs, where it's oh. just kind of like the tone, and it was pretty kind of deep storytelling. Um, it was very interesting, and
1: it was it was nothing like Taken. It's like a detective story. Well, they did a horrible well, job with that preview. They did a then. horrible job with that. because I saw it and I was like, "Oh, he's doing another mm-hmm. another Taken." Yeah. Huh? That's what
3: everybody said, and that's mm-hmm. why it bombed in the box office. Mm-hmm. But I highly recommend it. Really? It's a really good movie. Well, okay, this,
0: the source material, from my understanding of it, is like dark detective storytelling yeah it so, is yeah. but the marketing was taken yeah kind of like yeah. how drive
3: failed because they marketed that like fast and the furious when yeah. all the action was in the previews right. oh, okay. and it was nothing like that it was an art right. house film that was
2: really dark yeah
3: yeah and it was slow as shit but the yeah. but the commercials were like oh my gosh it's gonna be so fast
2: it's about driving
3: yeah so <laughs> much driving so much face stomping but it's like nope just one nah. face stomping nah. um so and the other thing i want to talk about and I am a, have become an advocate for this, is the new Netflix show Sense8. Holy shit. That show is amazing. The first couple episodes are very disorienting because it's about eight different people who are psychically linked around the world. So the first couple episodes are just kind of introducing their characters and right. their, their worlds and their situations. So the first couple episodes are kind of, you have to stick with it. But then when they start, Interacting with each other psychically and it's just amazing. It's so and cool. And that's from the people who did the Matrix, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not the
0: biggest fan of those guys. Mm-hmm.
2: The Wachowski brothers? Yeah. Well, uh-huh.
0: siblings. The Wachowski S- is siblings,
2: now. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the mm. other
0: person involved in it is Jay michael straczynski mm-hmm. who did Babylon Five, um, a couple of other he did uh the show that I remember, Jeremiah, which that has a really interesting concept where it's basically it was like was show- HBO or showtime. No, it was Showtime okay. back like early two thousands and that was it had Theo Huxtable in it. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had this thing where, like, everybody over the age of 18, like, died. Okay. And so it was about, like, 10, 15 years after that and how all these, like, this juvenile society was, like, entering adulthood in like, this post- oh. post-apocalyptic Uh-oh. universe. Huh. It only went on, like, two seasons. Um, But J. Michael Straczynski, he's, like, up there with the Wachowski siblings in terms of like high concept, high, yeah. high concept. Cause mm-hmm. he even went like that with like some of his like writing in, um, like the, the comic books he's really known for rising stars was, was very high concept, like superpowers, like all happening at one time sort of concept. And then he wrote Spider-Man for a while and that was super high concept. Oh wow. Craziness. Oh. Like he's the reason, uh, when they had like brand new day, that whole thing, he, he was the writer that like, he was the one who, like, retconned Spider-Man's marriage. Oh, things. okay. You but, know. yeah, it was a whole thing. But, yeah, he he's definitely a high-concept mm-hmm. kind of guy. Yeah, but I highly recommend that show. Okay. And I just yeah. think
3: it's it's not for everybody. There's definitely, you know, there because it's Netflix, they can kind of be more graphic yeah. with certain things. Mm-hmm. But it also, with with certain aspects of it, I think it it's good because it kind of pushes people out of their comfort zone
4: mm-hmm.
3: to, like, what other people would find beautiful or, right. like, one of the characters is a transgendered woman in San Francisco right. who she has this lesbian relationship with uh, this woman. I am this actress I am completely in love with now because yeah. of this show. She's yeah. amazing. Um, She Freema, Freema something. Oh, she's Freema Doctor who.
0: age or something I like love that her Yeah. So she's wonderful. Much.
3: But, but there, so they kind of mm-hmm. in their storylines, they have certain moments that are very, the like romance where, right. you know, they'll say the stuff that's kind of almost cliched now and, Uh, You know, man and woman say it romantically, but it's kind of like, well, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. let them kind of have the cheesy love story kind of angle. And I thought that was interesting. But it's just the show is so amazing and showing from different perspectives of people around the world. And I think that'd be it's really kind of neat to see. Mm those worlds and things like that so i highly recommend that show well,
0: i was talking to somebody about sense eight because they were kind of saying sort of the same stuff like it's really good and everything we were kind of talking about how even with their like more recent films like with the matrix and everything like it goes like the most recent films like jupiter ascending mm-hmm. and all that stuff are just sort of balls to the wall yeah. crazy mm-hmm. but they do have like very uh, ambitious ideas mm-hmm. and so maybe something like a serial serialized story is better suited where you have the time to build these high concepts right whereas something you ha- it, you're really like forcing in if you only have two hours to tell mm-hmm. it like right. jupiter ascending is a lot of stuff to well in jupiter
3: ascending the script was 600 pages so the belief oh is they wanted it to make a trilogy and the studio just wanted one movie so <laughs> that's why it's very hodgepodgey oh, yeah. and very I mean, it's still balls to the wall. Crazy. Well, in Cloud Atlas, too. Yeah. That was them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speed Racer. That Mm -hmm. movie was Mm -hmm. insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: But yeah, so exactly. I think the high concept works really well with with the series. And I mean, like I said, get through the first couple episodes. I I was kind of in. They had to do it, but I was kind of annoyed with the whole the psychic stuff happening and people and but they don't understand what's happening and they're confused. It's kind of clunky to watch that, but it's like there's no other way to do it, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, they kind of, that's realistic. Yeah. Um, but it's such a good
2: show. Yeah, I have them parked and ready to watch.
3: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I highly, highly, highly no, recommend it. It's one of my favorite shows now ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's amazing. And they it's High been praise. renewed. It's been renewed. Awesome. But even if it didn't, I would have been happy with how it ended. So kind of with a little cliffhanger, but also not. It's just awesome. highly recommend it. So that's that. I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. Um. All right. Let's get into the. Well, I have weekly news section, but it's for a couple of weeks because we've been away for a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh. Let's see. What do I have here? So yeah. So the first weekend of Jurassic World became the highest, <laughs> um, or the biggest opening for a film ever. Yeah, that people miss dinosaurs, man. But, oh yeah. I mean, it's been what, 20 years. I want to say almost since the first one. It's, it's been over 20. 20. It's been yeah, over 25 I mean, yeah.
0: years because it came out like
3: 93 or 94. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's a lot of anticipation mm-hmm. there. I was excited for it. You know, and a lot of people were. Um, well, what's
0: funny is like people are like saying it's been like 20, 25 years and everything like that. But it's like, there were two movies in between. Yeah, yeah but yeah. everything yeah. was <laughs> like, that's, forget that's them. how much those movies yeah. suck. Yeah, and <laughs> exactly. People, like, we want to just forget that and just pretend yeah. like it was uh, almost like the Alien series. Mm-hmm. And everything, like every t- kind of couple of years, like oh, it's been so long since the last good one, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I mean,
3: I, I, I'm kind of alone. And I think Jurassic the third one was better than the second one. I think a lot of people think that they slowly tapered off. I actually thought the third was slightly. better I've never, than never the met center. anybody who
1: thought number two was better than three. Yeah, that's so. Okay. I think I think
3: you're right okay. on track. With okay. That.
0: Oh, I I don't agree. I've seen number three recently. <laughs> it is a train wreck. The only thing that's cool, because the the two things that bug me are the weird pterodactyl sequence, which is just weird. And then also, like, I mean, I got pissed off that they killed off the T-Rex for that stupid new one, like a (laughs) guanodon-looking stupid... The Spinosaurus. Yeah, the Spinosaurus. Spinosaurus, Yeah, that was, like, a time, like, because Disney released, like, a dinosaur movie, and that, like, had a new uh, dinosaur in it, too. And so it was, like, this time period, like, in... uh, like dinosaur pop culture where like these two new properties are coming out like mm. oh finally we got something to take down the t-rex and that thing kills the t-rex not the original one it kills but i think it technically right. would have killed the well one. the original ones in the in the new movie yeah, yeah. i'm gonna
1: say spoiler alert there's a new
0: dinosaur in jurassic world so the anonymous rex i mean they have to you have to well that's kinda... the one for the pre- that's the one for the previews the one mm-hmm. that they talk about yeah made a new dinosaur yeah
1: but you can't just come out with the same four dinosaurs i mean you got to mix it up that's why in the third one they went with pterodactyls because we just haven't seen it up to that point and it would have been cool
3: and i'm a little it i could have been cool because i mean they already knew they were going to make more of these i was kind of i hope that they address that at some point but i was a little disappointed that they never once addressed the pterodactyls that escape off of the island at the end of the third one mm-hmm. they went somewhere because people want to forget this yeah exactly exactly yeah <laughs> It's like with the new Terminator movie, they want to pretty much erase all of them after number 2. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, so so it opened to 208.8 million dollars domestically. Avengers was 207.4, so it was it was a close one. Mm-hmm. The First Avengers. Did
0: you see uh Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige from uh Marvel? Tweeted yeah, out. he sent that picture. Yeah, he sent a picture out of Chris Pratt riding, riding a dinosaur. A oh, I
1: bet they love it. <laughs> yeah. Pratt being in this yeah. movie that opened up mm-hmm. so huge. Yep, they can't, they can't wait to release Guardians 2 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and internationally, it opened to
3: 315.3 million and beat Harry yeah. Potter's international <laughs> number. Harry Potter, the part two, the, the final one. Deathly Hallows 2. Yeah, so that was at 314 million. Okay. So, I mean, these are really close numbers, but mm-hmm. that's it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And as of the 10-day total, it, uh, it actually had... I have it written here. So it has the biggest, like, 10-day total. What is this? It's crazy. It's um, The second weekend, it dropped only 51%, which is really good for blockbusters. Normally, they're more than that because most people go the first weekend. Um, but it set the record for the biggest third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth day. And, um, yeah, so... <laughs> The fastest film to ever get to two hundred fifty, three hundred, and three hundred fifty million. So it's crazy. Uh, after the second weekend, the worldwide was nine hundred eighty one point three million dollars. Yeah. So it's already looking to be maybe the third or fourth highest grossing movie ever. If not, maybe even the second. I mean, it's mm-hmm. with the way it's pacing, it could beat out Titanic for that spot. Yeah, I just saw it probably last weekend, and the theater was still packed.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: When I went, I mean, the line was super long. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? So, and this second weekend, this is one of the rare occasions that a Pixar film did not open in the top spot.
0: It is the one occasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But, but they're not super upset about it because it opened to $91 million. Yeah. Um, so did it's, really well. yeah. So it's the second highest opening for a Pixar film behind Toy Story 3 at $110 million. But it is the highest opening weekend for an original film. The last one was Avatar in two thousand nine, with seventy seven million. Do you so guys remember t- Avatar? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Cameron hopes you will because <laughs> three more <are> coming out.
1: <laughs> but yes, that's crazy.
3: Yeah. So I mean, we're we're breaking. It's I mean, that's a great weekend for the box office if the number two films breaking records. Yeah, and there
1: was just I was reading all kind of articles how the going to the movies is dead now and. Mm -mm. shit obviously not
3: you know what i mean but see when
0: people when you put out films people want to see yeah and when exactly when you
3: you make it an event Mm -hmm. that's the thing and that's when even 3d movies when you know there's a higher percentage of 3d films than the 2d version is when you make a film an event Mm -hmm. you know pixar is really good with marketing and spectacle and obviously jurassic world has you know they've been um the marketing has been genius with building on nostalgia of just remember the good old days (laughs) When the first and only movie came out, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's when you make it an event, these people come out. Well,
0: Mm -hmm. and what sets Jurassic Jurassic World apart is because and why the other two sort of are inferior is it sort of completes the thought of like this was supposed to be an amusement park. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens when they actually get their act together. Right. And that's what like the other two like don't even take place on the world where it's like you don't even see the park or anything like that. No. And
3: the third one's on the the neighboring island. Well, they both are. They're both uh, on the
0: neighboring. Yes, they are. Are they? Yeah, they're okay. both on the neighboring island. Because the second one is like where it's the place where they breed the dinosaurs and then bring them over to the park. They're both. They both take place on that island. So it's the place
1: in Canada.
3: Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. No wonder there's no people there. Um, <laughs> sorry, Canada. I'm kidding. Um, it's so, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um. So another another big thing in the news. And it's kind of a trend that I wanted to see what, what our thoughts were is Netflix is killing it in the movie game. So they have that, I think four picture deal with Adam Sandler. And mm-hmm. recently they have this mm-hmm. movie deal with Brad Pitt. I mean, how, how are we feeling about that? I mean, Netflix is sinking a lot of money in this. Do you think they're going to, do you think it's going to be a dent to the box office? Or do you think it's more of a complimentary distribution model when it comes to these big, cause that, those are two big names. Yeah for filmmaking you know happy madison makes a lot of films Mm -hmm.
0: but you also have to deal with like what's interesting about netflix it'd be really interesting to see what like brad pitt does because they are like you're saying with like sense eight and everything they're giving these creators a chance to like this is how i want to do it you don't have to deal with like the Mm -hmm. studio or the producer sort of uh controlling the vision you give them like wholesale this is what I want to do. And it's. I don't know how much it's going to dent, like, the money side of it, but in terms of, like, creativity, it's going to be really interesting already seeing, like, the controversy coming up from Adam Sandler. Like, I don't think the content has mm-hmm. changed. Like, we're not going to see some radically different no. Adam Sandler movie, but, like, with all the controversy coming out of that, I think this might see, like, sort of a dent on his, like, credibility. Yeah, Because you already absolutely. have, like the native american thing then all this stuff with Rose yeah. McGowan coming out Wait what happened I missed that Rose McGowan had this whole I I, I don't I haven't read too much about it but there's a whole controversy where she was speaking out because like like a specific call for like cleavage like is very like objectifying uh casting call notes mm. for a role that she um was going to play for an Adam, one of these Adam Sandler films mm-hmm. and so I think stuff like that which would have been like brushed under the rug or something like that in a studio system because it's Netflix and so much more intimate on both sides, I think we're going to see more of this and kind of see a little bit more how people work.
3: Yeah, and with social media, we're seeing behind that curtain a lot more than we used to. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff would be swept under the rug or just wouldn't be out there. You don't have people to kind of have that platform to be like, this is happening, Mm -hmm. and I don't like it. And, you know, you can take screenshots of the casting emails and things like that, like happened with the Native American stuff. Yeah. I they I think they need a new PR person or better PR people <laughs> because the whole response of it's a joke, guys. Yeah. Everybody knew it was a joke.
2: They need a crisis like, right, manager.
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that's an old joke. That yeah. there's a reason that they don't do those anymore. Times have changed. Yeah. Um. So I think it's it's going to be interesting. And like what you were saying with Netflix, really selling the whole you can do what you want to do. I mean, I was reading Aziz Ansari. He has a TV show. That's going to be coming out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I think it's 10 episode first season. And he was talking about Mm -hmm. how he he didn't even approach networks or anything with it because he, you know, he said he has friends who they go through the system at works, but it always seems like a pain in the ass to him. Right. Especially with what he wants to do with Mm -hmm. his show. and. I mean, he's going straight to the people. Where so thinks, do you think
1: people will be more likely to try to approach something with Netflix and just to get a regular TV show or, or to do a movie through a studio and all that? I think big names that have pull are going to
3: be yeah. able to do that. I think and it's I
2: th- getting to that point for sure.
3: But I think there's – I mean, just naturally, the nature of it, there's going to be a breaking point because –
2: And their creative license is going to be kind of drawn well, in Well, eventually
3: sand. with Netflix, I mean, they're basically giving people –
0: a shit ton of rope to hang themselves with.
2: <laughs> and,
0: I, that's true. <laughs> well, but also I think the real test is, because all these at the same time is these people have been tested so they know how to use that rope. Right. They know what to do with a long rope. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the real test is going to be is whether or not Netflix can grow people internally.
3: Right. Because everything, yeah.
0: everything's been done like by big names or people who have made a name for themselves outside of this Netflix right? system yeah. and so the real thing's going to be is whether or not netflix can grow talent internally whether like because none of their series that have been just like netflix originals like lily hammer yeah it's this it's the show nobody talks about it was their first original mm-hmm. show it was made by nobody uh, of why well, i, I don't want to say a yeah. side character from the sopranos and bruce springsteen yeah uh bruce van sant Mm-hmm. Uh, not bruce Vance, uh, gus van sant yeah no not no gus not Vincent Vincent. Vincent. what uh what the crap is his name i don't know yeah but you're right the guy from the Easter band yep um hmm. but it, yeah that's the whole thing is it's gonna be whether all the stuff that's been big for them has had names and established fan bases and so i think that's gonna be the real test for them mm-hmm. and if they want to if they're even gonna do that yeah because i mean they have a pretty good system here and i think if you let the studios sort of grow the talent and let out external forces do that, then you can cash in on people knowing yeah. who these people are and make good shows. Then mm. Netflix will have a lot of leeway for a while. Yeah, it's-
2: Little Steven, Steven Van Zandt There yeah. you go. Okay, it was bothering me. I can't remember. Gus Van Zandt, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> the director. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: So I think it's going
3: to be interesting. And I, I searched everywhere, going really quick, going back to Sunset. I searched everywhere for how much that cost because it had to cost so much mm-hmm. money. Because it's filmed on location in all these different countries besides just ours. Like really, shit ch- ton of countries. At least six other countries other than ours. Because there's only, in the U.S., there's only the San Francisco and Chicago characters. Right. Everyone else is everywhere else. So I, with that, I mean, I'm, I, I, they're very close mouth about viewership and about budgets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, man, I want to know. And mm-hmm. I think it might be one of those things where, especially with the Wachowskis, they they have their own investors that they could probably maybe like co-finance the stuff with because this had to be up there with their films and how much this cost. Um, So I think it's interesting. It'll be, but I do think there's going to be that point where Netflix has to cut it off Mm because you know, they're like HBO and Showtime. They're basing their profits off of subscriptions, you know, it just gets to a point where it's like, well, we pretty much have everybody now they have to move to different territories to, get more Mm -hmm. money and things like that so i think it's going to be interesting i'm excited to see how that grows and hulu is now changing Mm -hmm. their model and their brand of content that used to be kind of like if do you want to see quick draw that was on hulu Yeah, it was an improv wild west thing it was it was cute (laughs) i'll say that it was it was entertaining not a lot to it but it was more like loose or loose structured improv who was in it uh it's a dude from 10 items or less
0: yeah. But that's kind of um, Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know. He's he's one of those like character, comedy character yeah. actors that has just done the rounds on like every show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't he's know. He's guest starred in right, a bunch right. of stuff, but that's yeah.
3: that's about it. Um, but they're now switching to more premium content type stuff mm-hmm. where um, they're turning down kind of that what they used to do. Same thing with TV Land. TV Land canceled Hot in Cleveland and canceling all those multi-cams and they're going into single cam younger stuff like literally the show called Younger with Hillary Duff. <laughs> um, that's, you know, a lot of people are changing up their business model and the type of content they're buying in. upon. I really do think it's because Netflix is kicking mm-hmm.
1: everyone's ass and setting that bar. And good shit in Netflix and Marvel for casting John Bernthal as uh, the Punisher. Yeah, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. That is great
3: casting. Great casting. I love that Marvel choice. Marvel knows it a cast. Yeah. They do. They they do. do. Um, big news, Tom Holland has been cast as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm purposely not going to see anything he's done beforehand because I want to go into this. Fresh I don't want to ruin it. Okay. Well, I don't
0: think you can. The thing he's known for is the Billy Idol, not Billy Idol, Billy Elliot, Billy Elliot, uh, Broadway.
3: But he's done a couple films, um, and I just I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna look at it. You want to just save wait it. till Civil War? No, I will wait till Civil War. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> mm. Do it. Do it. So. Pitch Perfect 3 has been announced to come out July 21st of 2017. All the core cast is back, but the director might not be because Elizabeth Banks is directing the Red Queen soon. So Mm. not talks whether or not she's going to be directing it. So I thought that was interesting Um, so far. Well, this is a week old when I wrote this down, but Pitch Perfect 2 is at 250 million. So it's already way above the first one. So, of course, there's going to be a second one Mm. or a third one.
0: Um, but I think that with stuff like this, they'll just be like, all right, we can squeeze out one more. Because, like, I mean, the hangover is done and ended. They got three in. And yeah. so I think with these, like, this will be, it's not going to be like, what's, it's not going to be another, like, fast and furious.
3: Well, I could see it almost having spin offs because mm-hmm. the Rebel Wilson character is very beloved by people. So I could see her having her own thing. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can see, and I think that they're going to, you know, studios are going to green light a lot more. Both female central films and musicals. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the glee type of thing. I think we're going to see a lot of those popping out of the word work because that's selling right now. Yeah. And it will sell until it stops.
2: <laughs> what did Pitch Perfect 2 open against? Was that Entourage? It opened against something no. and it did really, really well. I was oh, surprised. I, uh, What's it? Mad
3: Max. That's right. Ah, that's right. And it beat it. Mm-hmm. It beat Mad yeah. Max, but they both opened really well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That's kind of kind of the movie news that I have. <laughs> so, oh, well, what do we think of Tom Holland for Spider Man? I mean, you saw the picture. Did that really,
0: yeah.
3: I knew it was going to be a high school Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So I,
0: which again, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: As long as they don't do an origin story, I'm hesitantly on board.
0: They they've said they're not going. Yeah, yet, yeah. which is smart. So, like they yeah. they shouldn't have to. We know it. He got bit by a spider. Uncle Ben gets shot. We get mm-hmm. it. Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: yeah, so, but we'll see. I don't really understand why they need to put him in high school. I'd rather they just. No. So they could have longer use of the character. Yeah, You don't want him yeah, too that,
1: old it, before yeah. Infinity War Part 2 comes out, right? And
3: that makes sense because I th- one of my biggest gripes with, I don't know if we've said on here, so I apologize, listeners, if I have, but my biggest gripe with DC is they're wanting to make this expanded universe, mm-hmm. which is fine and I understand because Marvel's doing it. But it doesn't make sense why in the very first movie of this thing, this entity, because I think Man of Steel was kind of before they decided to make, you know, I, 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 is Man of like Steel? A, it's,
0: a, it's a tryout. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Was. yeah. Man I of Steel is the
1: first movie
3: in yeah, this Yeah, but I don't universe. think he's necessarily part of the, their phase one. Their phase one starts with Batman versus Superman. Yeah, but my whole thing is, if you're wanting to do this big expanded universe, mm-hmm. why are you doing old Batman? Where you know eventually, and they've they just announced that they're going to make a Batman film, so he's going to be directed super old by Batman. Batman? Yeah. I don't even
4: know. Wait, yeah? Says, yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. All right, oh, okay, I'm okay
3: with that. I'm a, I'm slightly
1: on
0: board with that because he's a
1: great director. Yeah, Argo was good. The town was good. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, maybe we can finally see like the Dark Knight rises, like the Dark Knight Returns sort of storyline because mm-hmm. it got co opted quite a bit for the shitty Dark Knight Rises. And so it'd be cool to kind of see, like maybe, like see the down the road thing because they're they're I mean they're they've stolen so much from that book mm-hmm. without properly doing right. it justice on the live live screen.
1: I guess I guess we'll see. And maybe they're just leading it to Batman Beyond or something. Like maybe they'll eventually retire mm-hmm. Affleck and just kind of have him in there as the mentor and do a new younger Batman for the new generation or something. I guess mm. we'll see. I'm cool with old Batman beating up people. Old for, wait, at for the next Same 15, here. 20 years? I would like to see Batman 72 still beating <laughs> people's asses. Bring Adam West back. I'd watch yes. that. I,
3: I would actually now be very talking. okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to the film we're all here today about. The 1979 film Aliens starring Sigourney Weaver.
0: Actually it's t- starring Tom Skerritt. <laughs> this is true. Tom yes, gets that's true. top billing. He does, mm-hmm. which is crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Um all right, so first first things first, let's go around and just briefly say what we thought, if we liked it. We'll we'll dive in more, I know Trevor this is your first time with us, but so we just basically say what we think of it and if we had to rename it, what would we rename it? Oh, okay. So Amy, what right. just what did you think of it?
2: What I I, I haven't seen this one I've seen Started um, with Aliens. Oh. Okay. The second one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. But this one, I have to say that the last half hour of the movie was amazing. Yeah. And I renamed it Space Seven. There were seven people in it. And with a tagline, how not to act as a cohesive team. <laughs> Trevor! up! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: um, I love this movie. I love both. I mean, I love any alien thing mm-hmm. um but specifically these two movies this and aliens yeah um are awesome uh and yeah i i'd forgotten how awesome and how much i love this movie until i rewatched it but i don't know i think alien is a very a very good name for it.
1: Uh, come on, play the game.
0: But I'll you- play the game. Um, gonna, okay, it now. I'm gonna call it. Uh, <laughs> Don't trust Ian Home. That's what I'm gonna call it because you could tell that minutes minute yeah. one. Yeah, I do not trust Ian nope. Home. He's even dressed differently than everybody else. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's called Don't Trust Ian Home.
1: <laughs> and for me, I would. Well, this might kind of spoil a little bit on our later segment. Who. I would change the director, but it would be John Carpenter's Priority One. (laughs) Because when she's talking, she's figuring out the program, and then they throw out Priority One, bring the whatever, Unknown Substance back, Uh and then screw Everything else is expendable. So I thought that would be a pretty cool little title. And I I really like the movie, man. The first half is kind of like this sci-fi, exploring, Mm -hmm. tense thing. And then the back half is just a horror movie. Yeah. The killer's in the house. Yeah. Oh shit, he's there. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. And I, 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 I dig that shit. Oh, it was this a really is good total, movie. totally a
3: horror movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think it's cool with aliens. I think what helped that is that is a different genre. That was sci-fi yeah. action. Yeah. Where this is sci-fi. I mean, it's just horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what's so cool about it. Is I mean, basically, yeah. it's what you said. Where it's like the killer was calling from inside the house.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they had a lot of. Um, Bam, scares. You yeah. know what I mean? I didn't mean to catch uh, you yeah. off guard, people, but I had to in order for you to <laughs> understand my point. Someone just swerved off the road. <laughs> the <laughs> oncoming Sorry. traffic. Um, but they were, man. Like, yeah, a lot you of turn and scares. bam in there. So mm-hmm. you didn't even really get a lot of like full blown murders, even. Yeah. Um, it was uh, like a lot of it was kind of assumed, which is cool, especially for the time. Mm-hmm. And it makes it creepier because your imagination can make it way yeah.
3: more scary than mm-hmm. what you'd be shown. Well, yeah. the
0: only person you straight up see die is john hurt yeah he's the only one you really when see die because mm-hmm. everybody else is like either with like tom scarrett he just doesn't show up again yeah and then uh the first guy he just he's obviously attacked and bloodied and just but then he's like still screaming as he's pulled out yeah, and lifted up. and everybody else like it's like cut away and everything ian holm you see him die yeah. um but yeah he's like the only person he really you see killed by the alien is the first one Mm-hmm. And then for, for the rest of you, we just like understand, like, this alien is not yeah. all of us. Or yeah. when
2: Ripley blowtorches Dallas and, uh, what do you call it? In the web of alien web. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dallas.
0: Oh the, Dallas, the, the captain?
2: Yeah. Remember, she firebombs him, doesn't she? See it happen.
0: No, that's the, the, the Ash. That's the android.
2: No, no, no. Remember, he's all help me. And then she.
0: Oh, that's in the second blow one.
2: Blowtorches. No, in this one. She blowtorches him. He's all in that web.
0: Uh-uh. No, that's not that this That didn't one. happen in this one. <laughs> you might have watched the director's cut, which had different stuff in it. But because in the director, what's so interesting uh, about this I film is the all the stuff that could have been in this film mm. because they are... they had stuff in it.
2: You guys did not see Dallas get um, you saw the porn parody of
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> Ailey ends your so back Tom, door. Tom Skerritt gets fired, like yeah. flamethrowed yeah. by Ripley. Like he's
2: saying, help me. And he's like all in this like web. Okay, now I'm convinced I saw the director's cut.
0: Yeah, I you must Borrowed have.
2: it from the internet. But um, yeah, so you full on see that happen.
0: Wow. Interesting. Well, yeah. because the, originally they were going to be that like. It turns dead bodies, or at least it would like turn John Hurt into an egg.
2: Yeah, okay, like right. literally,
0: like the, the the egg that opens up, and the face hugger comes out of. And yeah. the, originally, that was that there wasn't going to be like we see in in Aliens how there's right. a queen and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was going to be that the bodies get turned into eggs, and so it's going to be like there's a lot of stuff that was like weirdly cut not weirdly like thank God it was cut so a lot yeah. of weird ideas thrown in there at the beginning um
2: yeah it was him and um Brett uh, it was Dallas and Brett
0: okay yeah, yeah that must and have the been web. the director's cut because yeah. that was not in this
2: so one. what happens you guys just assume that he's dead. yeah he's just oh, okay. gone. yeah he's okay. in the
1: well first of all he was getting horrible directions
2: yeah, yeah, seriously. He's there.
1: Run. Okay, well, from which direction? E- exactly. which, where do I run? He climbed no, just down
0: yep. to the alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was he safe does. above.
1: Yeah, then he was like, oh, cool. And then he, just, oh he turned and then he was like, and then kind of reached out for him. And then we just assumed, oh, yeah, he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Team know, work. he did. Oh, he did. Oh, he did.
3: <laughs> so I loved this movie. I mean, I, I've seen it multiple times. I mm-hmm. I love the first two. I do not like the second two, mm-hmm. but I hate the third one, which we can get into that um, later. Okay. But if I had to rename it, I would call it call this "The Talented Ms. Ripley." Oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't Come say on. it wasn't. <laughs> it's good in a horrible way. So, but no, yeah, I I love this movie. All right, let's let's dig into this. All right. What are we What are we thinking? I I mm-hmm. do love the opening sequence.
1: With the ship opening up, everything where you just get totally immersed in this ship. Um, I started laughing when I first saw it because then it just the the shot of the ship flying by just reminded me of Spaceballs, and
3: I yeah. just said, no, yeah. Like, yeah. and
0: Star Wars too. Yeah, pretty much exactly.
3: every space. Yeah. yeah, we're just like let's look at the ship. But I love like the in, inner workings of the ship. And oh yeah, the
1: all whole, the lights the that setup go off and all for all that no stuff. reason whatsoever. Um, yeah, the clicks and the. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's I, super calm, like when they're like waking up and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. From their hypersleep. Yeah. No,
1: the sets were awesome. They're extremely well done. Um, super kind of two thousand and one feel to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Um, yep. it was very still, but you still feel like that technology around. Uh, so yeah, the sets were awesome. And the first, I, I looked it up.
3: The there was no dialogue for the first six minutes, mm-hmm. and I think it's similar to that first Star Wars where there's no dialogue for a long time, and it's just kind of just plunking you right into that world and letting you experience it without just jumping into it and I think that really
0: helps kind of ground the reality of the film well like it's so interesting like how like dead silent all the exterior shots of the spaceship are Mm -hmm. like it's like it is like a vacuum and I mean Mm -hmm. obviously that's what space is Mm -hmm. but they really just take the time of like any sounds or any noises are only coming from this spaceship right and it's not coming from the outside because what's uh this is where in space no one can hear you scream Mm -hmm. came from and they definitely like fill that like kind of sense of like ominous with like yeah. the exterior shots. It's very like creepy. Yeah, they th- let you know these people are on their own, mm-hmm. you know. And I think
1: that that was a what... big ass ship too for yeah, yeah. those people in it. It was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It even broke off and was still a big ship. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was a towing ship, wasn't it? it was supposed to be a towing. Yeah, ship. Some commercial sort of, ship. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't remember exactly yeah. what it
0: was. Or it was they like contracted out by some company? They don't name it. Not until the second. one. Yeah, movie. not until the second one. But yeah, they're like, which content. is why
1: no one killed it, like was able to do anything about it because they were mm-hmm. just like repair guys, yeah. And, yeah. technicians and stuff like that. They weren't like
3: mercenaries <laughs> or anything. Right. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, I thought
3: that was interesting. And I think nowadays in films, you know, you have the people who are more badass in those types of situations, whereas then it's like, nope. Use the
1: mechanic.
2: Yeah, Use the electrician. you could yeah. tell when they all woke up, and the first this? thing they
1: did was start smoking cigarettes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cigarettes and coffee, fellas. I love how they were all smoking
0: in that common area. <laughs> when you were you were just saying like yeah. they, were, they were like Dis- we got it. Let's talk yeah. our shares. Mm-hmm. Now that we, now that we're awake, let's talk <laughs> exactly. money. Yeah, yeah let's talk
2: money. This is not my contract. Am I going to get paid for this? And yeah, I need to call totally. my
0: union rep if exactly. I
2: don't get what I want.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they were originally sent out to go. Track down that signal, right? Like, no, even that they wasn't were why they're originally people, there. They, they were on the way
2: home. That was their distraction.
1: And their ship just got misdirected because it achieved a new uh, goal, right? Yeah. Or it
0: was, but broken. it was like a setup. Like they knew yeah. the aliens were out there, mm-hmm. so it was like Wayland
3: Corporation did.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they knew that this something was out there, so they like sent them off, and then like on, knew on their way back that they were going to be able mm-hmm. to pick up this alien. Yeah, and it's like yeah, and. Fucking Ian Holm. Oh, you could yeah. just tell, from minute one, he <laughs> is a bad guy. He is somebody too. He's almost always ends up being the bad guy. And I mean, from hell,
3: mm-hmm. he is yeah. kind of an evil dude, you know. Oh, yeah. So He just
0: has those black eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally in that film. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's so interesting is like, since I hadn't seen it in so long, I always, because there's such a to do about like how strong Ripley is. And a lot of times people kind of cite aliens um, for a lot of, like, her badass moments. Because, obviously, she's super badass in that one. Like, she doesn't take any shit from anybody, um, especially the Marines. Yeah, she's She's very alpha female. Yeah, she didn't take
1: no shit in this one either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just, like... a great, strong character. You
0: forget that, like, it's all there. Like, James Cameron added, like, nothing. He just gave her a new situation to explore her depth. Because she... Was gonna let John Hurt just stay out there. She was not gonna let him in and then got no, I'm under- not letting you guys in. Yeah, and yeah. she then gets undermined by Ian Holm. Exactly. And then, like, a- the whole time, like, she's the one who's like in control and she just keeps getting undermined yeah. by mm-hmm. other people yeah. or You're by right. like she's unaware of like these directives of this company that's back on earth. And so, yeah, it's like Ripley is the strong character people know, like, from, from the start. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, from
2: friggin' day one. Yeah. She's badass. Yeah, Super I would have
1: shot that dude off into space as oh, soon as they totally. came in and he was he had this bug on his face. Uh, like, right? like, nope, put him out there. Mm-hmm. We're shooting him out right was, now. Seriously.
3: Have you seen that thing on
1: Earth? No. Why are we bringing him in here?
3: Exactly. I was watching
2: it with my friend going, why didn't they just leave him on the bay and be like, I don't know, he got lost and we can't. We should find it. No,
1: him, you don't even you know? have to lie. Tell them <laughs> yeah. there is an alien creature attached to his face <laughs> pumping something through his throat.
2: There'd be no way. Yeah,
1: bring him in. You hungry? Yeah, here's some uh, noodles. Let's take a Let's look get something at it. to eat. He's just sleepy. <laughs> ridiculous. Oh my
2: god. Oh my god. It was ridiculous.
1: And I loved yeah. uh I even
3: wrote down like the production designer and art director and all these people's names <laughs> to give him proper
2: even though
3: imdb does that but like they
2: got an oscar for it right production designer
3: michael seymour art director roger christian less dilly and set decorator ian (laughs) whitaker and i just thought the just the littlest stuff and just it was so awesome
0: and the design from uh geiger yeah who like inspired the alien um yeah design of the Mm -hmm. creature And even it was cool that he initially had
3: the alien have eyes. But then when they actually built it, like in his designs, I had eyes. But when they actually built it, it's like, no, keep the eyes off there mm -hmm. and make it even colder. Yeah. You know, so it was was very collaborative. It was very fluid and it worked. And even like when they're landing on the planet, seeing the artificial altitude in their thing, I'm like, Jesus, that's
1: so realistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: And so awesome. I I felt that
1: way, too. Just seeing them kind of float above the planet and then land, I was like, that's probably how it would look. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it didn't have to be all crazy CGI Mm -hmm. and explosions, just real in space still. Just that artificial altitude like a plane where it's like it just looks like the
0: lines and things like that
3: because you can't see,
0: obviously. Mm. I thought that
3: was so cool.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting like how much the, I mean, it just, it's one of those films that shows how important practical effects are. Obviously, CG is important because it just has opened up so much what we can do with filmmaking but when you have practical effects like Mm -hmm. this it's super just sells the the feel of your film and yeah it definitely helps throughout like just yeah having the practical effects and having the huge set um the huge spaceship set which i was reading this this is interesting that um to help Increase the scale of it. They had kids, the kids in the astronaut's yeah. outfit, to make yeah. it even bigger. Oh, that's <laughs> a good trick. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and they referred to them in IMDb um, trivia as space jockeys.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but
3: now, but
1: now, thanks to Prometheus, we know what they look like when yeah. they're not all dead. Oh jeez. Um, okay, who here at this uh, table would climb into that ship, that abandoned ship? Mm-mm. How much nope. am I getting
3: paid? The same. What are as my those
1: Tow truck <laughs> nope. space tow truck workers.
0: Same amount as they probably That'd were. That'd be a big bag of nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm.
1: Trev? Trevor Copter?
0: Um <laughs> I I'm not flying in there.
1: But That it was would... the grossest ship. First yeah. of all, oh, it yeah. looked like oh, it was constructed yeah. of bones inside. <laughs> it did. I was it like, no, 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 no. This thing's alive. It has bones. I'm climbing on it's it rib looks like cage.
2: A... Skeleton, yeah. Or something, yeah, you know, yeah, and then you
1: find that kind of mummified husk and then these uh, like eggs, uh. and he starts touching the eggs, and then it opens. Oh, there's something inside here, then leaves, presents. Yeah. <laughs> What's well,
0: like, yeah, that's the thing about it is like they were just established as very realistic, like miners. Like, yeah, Ian Holm was the scientist, like, he should have been yeah. down there. And so, yeah, this whole thing of like, because well, it was, yeah, it's just like, why are you inspecting this so much? Like, you guys yeah. are there to check. A distress signal. You found somebody who was dead. Mm-hmm. This, maybe let's bounce. Yeah. They even said, no, maybe that's, the, that's not
1: one of our ships. Maybe well, uh, let's leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And
0: maybe the signal um stays on
3: no matter what. So maybe it was that dead person and maybe they weren't dead. But now that they're dead, let's get off the ship now. Yep. Because yeah. if that huge ass person thing is dead, whatever
0: killed it. Probably kill us, well, too. And again, Ripley was the one who figured out yep. it's probably a warning. If yeah, it wasn't yeah. an SOS, it's probably yeah. a warning.
1: Yeah, and she even told him, um, her exact line was, if you bring him in here and you break quarantine, we could all die. Mm-hmm. Listen to Ripley, folks. <laughs> she knows <laughs> right? what she's talking about. Well, if Ian didn't disagree.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just
1: he I'm had so pro- not I was uh, shocked when they were like, oh, he was a robot. Like, what? I thought you guys <laughs> knew this whole
0: time. Yeah. Well, what's so interesting is, like, they as and i'm assuming we're going to talk about prometheus at yeah, some point sure. for an extended period of time <laughs> um but what's so funny is like especially nowadays modern filmmaking they just really want to settle you and here are the rules here's mm-hmm. everything that's going on make sure you know about this here you are dropped in mm-hmm. the middle of it you just they just mm-hmm. take for granted so much of what's like yeah. hey we're in the middle of space we're going to go check out this alien planet and check this out it's not that aliens exist they are it's it's treated like it's any human person. Like you come across a a creepy house and you like, stop, maybe we should check it out. It's not like, Oh my gosh, there's white people. (laughs) It's so interesting. Yeah. Like they just sort of let you, they, they they know the rules internally, but they don't really take the time to let the audience know, and they just but yeah. they never change change up, or which they always is, play by it,
1: which, which is kind of cool because you don't know the all the capabilities of this alien aboard. And, and They didn't even you know s- how big it was going to get yeah. until
0: it killed Brett, <sighs> right?
1: It, until they super, saw the
3: skin, and they yeah, saw the skin and were
1: like it shed its skin were super quick too. Yeah, mm-hmm. can super quick. I just want to say that the really the real villain of this movie was that goddamn cat. That- <laughs> right, dude, how oh emotionless
3: God. was that cat's eyes when the dude oh was killed right in front of him?
1: Does anybody else think that the cat <laughs> snitched to the alien to be like, hey, oh, go in totally. the escape pod? This is <laughs> where she's going. No, 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 no. Don't worry about me. I'm helping you. We're on the same team. Go wait in there. <laughs> Because that's what she's going to try to escape to. Look, she left
3: my ca- me in a cage down here by myself. You think I have loyalties to this woman? I'll tell you exactly where she's going.
1: <laughs> I was just like, yes, kill that cat. It's in the box and everything. It's not running around. Kill it. It got like four people killed. Right. Ripley went up to go get the cat and then left uh, Parker and Lambert uh, to die, basically. Mm. Thanks a lot, cat.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that cat did not give a shit when the dude died in front of it. It just watched.
1: Didn't yep. Give me one of those. Oh, well, I think that one of those uh, spider aliens crept up on the cat's mouth and you got a little alien grown inside the cat.
2: There you go. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: I want to say, I think Alien
3: versus Predator Requiem, I want to say a dog had a face hugger on it.
0: That's that's Alien 3, at least. I mean, no, that it might have been an Alien versus Predator. It was. It alien was the 3.
1: second Alien versus Predator. Yeah. and It was when they killed mm. the, it was the
3: dad
0: thing, right? and the kid yeah. in the woods
1: and then the dog, too.
3: And that that movie pissed me off, I think. The most because it changed the rules of the alien. Like the gestation period was super fast. Mm-hmm. Whereas in everything else Anna it would take a like a movie. day. But then that just came out right away. But yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Do you guys what?
1: notice how um a lot of monsters in scary movies have vagina features?
3: This oh, one this was straight up dick though.
1: No, I'm talking about the 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 spider hand thing.
0: The face hugger. The face hugger. Oh. Yeah, like oh, yeah. It, it
1: has a vagina face and then I was watching <laughs> uh I don't know uh, Starship Troopers, um, and there there's was a big vagina monster in that one. Everybody look at a predator mouth. Arnold Schwarzenegger literally calls him pussy face in the first movie. Mm. <laughs> what are you guys so afraid of? Who are writing these movies? What are you trying to tell me? Don't be afraid of the vagina. The vagina your friend, your ally. It's not trying to get you.
0: Well, this whole thing is very but sexual. What? The yeah. whole movie, yeah, like they, um, uh, it's alien interspecies rape. Mm-hmm. That's how the uh, screenwriter. Uh, described it and then he uh the other screenwriter wrote uh the the monster screws one of them like that was how (laughs) that was his idea of how we can get the monster onto the ship it's like oh monster fucks one of them and then it has the monster baby and there we go it's on the ship now and there was even
3: they they cut it out but in the
0: script there was even a part where ripley is safe behind like the
3: glass or whatever Mm -hmm. and it arouses the alien and he starts playing with himself yeah. That was
1: actually in one of the I'm convinced scripts. you guys, Amy and Noah saw the porn parody version of <laughs> it. he was on the webs and she had to spray him down. I, 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 I saw a movie. Oh,
3: that's why it was spelled like all in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, alien, yeah, you're gonna head behind that glass. Oh yeah, you are afraid, aren't you? Yeah, put the suit on. <laughs> okay,
2: so getting back to the whole um alien metamorphosis, how it went from, you know. Tiny to like gigantic and almost no time flat. Like that guy Parker, who was kind of a badass.
1: Yeah, right? he was the coolest one. He exactly. was the coolest yeah. one.
2: He was saying, you know, when it was like stuck to John Hurt's face, he was like, "Hey, freeze it, freeze it!" You know, why didn't they freeze it?
1: Because they didn't listen to him. No, because they were so racist. And then and back remember in the day.
2: after when it like you know burst out of uh, the chest, uh-huh. you know. And uh, Parker picked up some utensil, a leading utensil, and he was uh, getting ready to kill it. And Ash was like, "No, don't yep, do it! Don't he's do it! A don't fucking do it!"
1: Evil android, mm. super Let evil. Let him stab yeah. that shit.
2: But then, but it you also know, got nobody, some acid on nobody. But they
1: didn't know at that time,
2: exactly. Or well, they knew because well, they killed
1: oh, the hand. You no, know yeah. Or the
2: I was watching Facebook it with or. my friend, right, and he right. was like, "You know, it's in a kitchen." you know, why didn't they just put a pan over it? You know, like you would lift <laughs> a bug or something. You know, I would have.
3: That would have been so funny. A pan and then like a cookie sheet. <laughs> <Exactly>. under... <laughs> take it, it,
1: take it
2: to the It was the, a freshly born, born
1: embryo, <laughs> tiny. You could have punched it. Like, that skin was tender. Serious. You could have just bam <laughs> and just laid it out. I mean, at
3: that I'm point, it. it was
1: more afraid of
3: you than it than you were of it. <laughs> yeah, it <right>? Sure, sure.
2: <laughs>
3: it was just oh born. Where am I? I don't know. <laughs>
2: I swear, there's none of them acted well together as a team.
3: And then you had the Scream Queen Uh, in it, which cracked me up. Oh, yeah. The woman who basically her job was to be afraid.
0: Oh my gosh. She was cast as Ripley. Initially. Well, like she yeah. she wasn't cast. Well, no, she was she up thought for it. yeah, she thought she, she didn't know that she wasn't Ripley yeah, until she started until shooting. It, well, well, that's a until they
3: called her asking they needed her clothing measurements for that character that she played. It's like Mamerts. oh, that's yeah. not the same name as Ripley. Oops. I'm playing Ash, which okay. kind of sucks. <laughs> I think that would kind of suck. Not, Ripley? Well, no, 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 no. Or for, to get that news or, yeah. to like not get the news until it's like we need your measurements. Awesome for not Ripley. Yeah, oh, you're <laughs> playing the alien. Yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> so and I mean one of the things I appreciate about this are the practical effects, and I think I like the alien better when it's a person in a suit or when it is you know it's an actual thing. I feel
4: mm-hmm.
3: when the aliens were CGI aliens are just. It, it just felt so empty and it didn't feel, I don't know, like I think CGI can work and I love it in certain things, but sometimes you, you feel the disconnect. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate it in this one. And then, then the second one, when it was all practical mm-hmm. for that, well, majority of practical, Um, I
0: just I love that. I I, I like that mm-hmm. a lot better. And I think it works a lot better. Well, I mean, and also if you can CGI something, it becomes less threatening. Yeah. Like when it's a big yeah. imposing thing that people can, the actors can react to is one thing, but also just for an audience member when it's something that like was built and like taken care of, you you kind of feel its value mm-hmm. within that. And so it's it's a more credible threat as opposed to something that was just CGI and put into the yeah. film. It sort of lose, loses something. Like there's cool stuff you can do with that. You can make it more mobile. You can do stuff with its movements. That's kind of cool to see. But in terms of, like, this is probably the scariest the alien is throughout the series. Oh, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. the queen the queen is freaky herself. Yeah. But yeah. this is, like, just one alien by itself. Takes the whole crew and is just, like, stalking them throughout. Mm-hmm. And it's very... It, it's it almost calculated it. in the way that it kills yeah.
1: them. Yeah, I think, uh, speaking to the practical effects and all that, um, that's what made Jurassic Park so... The first one, scary. Yeah, is When absolutely. you actually, like, because mm-hmm. you see it running in the rearview mirror and you think, okay, yeah. but when the head comes through the top of the yeah. car... Then it gives a more kind of real feel mm-hmm. to it. Like you could reach out and touch it even. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And even when they were interacting with more the more peaceful dinosaurs, mm-hmm. I mean, it just because it was really practical and it was a thing. Even in the first <laughs> Jaws was so much more scary than the other ones because it's actual tangible practical. Well, the other jaws weren't <laughs> the other jazzes weren't CG. Those movies were well nice. the third one. Well, it wasn't CG, but it Jaws was 3D. special effects. Jaws 3D. <laughs> yeah, but that I mean, it was real. still
0: practical effects. Those movies sucked because of it. Well, <laughs> well yeah, they were horrible.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying there's something about practical that you, yeah, it adds narrative and just heft to it. I yeah,
1: know. that shark and Jaws still scares the shit out of mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I still have nightmares about it. Like, that's yeah. how, like, freaky it is to me.
0: Mm-hmm. So my sisters yeah. are scared of the ocean, or at least my oldest sister is scared of the ocean. And it is in part because of Jaws. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like, nope. I'm in that club. That. Yeah. <laughs> I won't
1: I won't go out past where my feet can touch. Yep. No, I won't even go to like if I can't see my knees, I'm I'm getting out. Mm. <laughs> They're in there somewhere. Oh wow. So yeah. So, <laughs> so that, that's our so that's, that's our, revealed our, our to review about, about sharks. <laughs> sharks, aliens, or other this. Shark aliens,
3: whatevs. Um but yeah, I think and I do like how a lot of the kills were implied because it is super scary. And I'm just gonna say, like with the first Jaws movie, because the 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 actual shark wasn't cooperating a lot of the time um, yeah. with the shooting. I mean, you didn't see the shark a lot in the kills and things, and that mm-hmm. and that was super more tense. Because yeah. like, holy shit, like something's killing this person under the water, and they're not even showing me. Like that's terrifying. And the yeah. same thing with Alien, where it's like, oh, you know they're about ready to die. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like when he reaches out. First, yeah. You just yeah. Get, like it's a like, hand ah. Ah. Yeah. Well, and also like the. Um, was funny and, and you don't hear this much anymore unless it's like accidental but like they surprised the cast of john hurt's death like they didn't realize it was going to be as gory and bloody as it was it's so a lot of like the reactions to like yeah when, how, when it exploded yeah like how graphic it is are natural and yeah. you don't hear stuff like that too much anymore of like mm-hmm. we're just going to put our actors into mortal danger and mm-hmm. get true reactions mm-hmm. and so it, it, that's kind of also adds to the terror in the fact that you do see some genuine like people are freaked the fuck yeah by what's going on and so yeah it definitely helps add to this feeling of like yeah people this is a creature that is killing john hurt Mm -hmm. in a violent fashion that was
2: filmed in one take
0: yep with four different cameras oh nice crazy
2: huh
1: i was upset watching that scene not because it wasn't a good scene because it's like why are they hanging out with this guy (laughs) yeah. <laughs> why are they so close? Hey, why They're having in quarantine din- right yes. now. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. Go, like, oh, you're uh, hey, you to eat, great, buddy. Yeah, drinks on me. Pal, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Separate this guy from the entire. And then no. he starts, ha, I was, I was expecting someone yeah. to be like, oh, it must be something he ate. You know <laughs> like, what i what could it be? Oh, the alien that was just attached to his face for three hours.
2: Right?
0: Or Chris, We yeah. have some tums over here. Bear right back. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> That's nothing to do with the alien, right? No. Yeah they uh, they
0: just totally went like, oh, he's fine. Okay, he's fine. get him, get him some water. Us, yeah. Yeah. part of the job. Eat and then they our... gave
2: him a second cup. He needed a that, which I thought was weird <laughs> Was that deliberate? Like they gave him a cup of, get him a cup of water, and then somebody else deliberately hands hand him a second cup, which was a, I didn't understand they're what just really
0: helpful people Speci- specifically thanks uh. him for that cup i noticed that
2: <laughs> Jeez. and then did you notice that ash woke up wearing like a lingerie teddy or something did you no. guys see him? he was wearing this weird little porn like, parody onesie. yeah I, I think
3: that must have been the director's too right? <laughs> did you guys like, not
0: I see me. It? it was I like whoa, me hard um.
3: <laughs> shut
0: up <laughs> He see again, he could crazy and funky. he's dressed differently. Like from, yeah. from from the first time you see him, you're just like, there is something off with this guy. <laughs> there is something wrong with him, and I didn't even notice that. Okay. Like that helps add to it. like because it's like he's he must be an android because he's wearing a lacy teddy number as opposed to okay. like, Well, because like John Hurt yeah. was wearing something weird too. He was wearing like a weird
2: that's, that's yeah single yeah. pajamas yeah exactly that's what I mean and I then it. and then okay. <laughs> Let's see here. I have in my notes here because I thought it was just really weird. And now I'm wondering if it's the director's cut that I saw or did you all see this? You know when he's roughing up Ripley? uh,
3: Yeah, when he's like uh, throwing around and putting a
2: exactly And he
3: crumbled up the magazine in her mouth. Yeah, he's trying
2: to deep throat her with the magazine, which is is a completely different thing. Did you guys see like he he was at like his little desk and everything and there was like these nudies? Yeah. Did you guys see the picture of the eggs?
0: No, no. Well, well, maybe I took I just, a
2: picture for reference, you guys. You took and
0: a picture didn't even of the, picture the nudie I
2: pics.
3: Seriously, oh, I oh my the nudie god! Pics. <laughs> but it it's wasn't like, for him. it was it, it was, was
2: like 1970s nudie pics. I don't think you know those were mean. Ash's
3: pics, though. Okay, um, like they were bush league or what? Well, it was kind of like kind of going back to those blue collar okay. guys. It was kind of like what yeah, you expect to I guess see so. in
0: old timey cargo. But it was
2: in the, um, you know, the the sick bay or whatever. You know, yeah, it was in was. when okay. he's like
0: you can see like exactly. as he's like rolling up the paper. Okay.
2: So check check it out. There's like a random photograph of like seven or eight fried eggs.
3: Oh, eggs, eggs! I thought eggs, you meant aliens. No, no, no. Eggs. <laughs>
2: like like those fried eggs are like, sunny, sunny side, side up. up. Sunny
3: Werewolf. side up eggs. Human women
0: have eggs in their body. That's weird. <laughs> well, they just so some of the some of the undertones of sexuality they just really hammered home. Like just show yeah. fried eggs. There we go. You guys yeah, ever heard of product placement? Huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> product
4: Farmer
3: John's everyone <laughs> Like, I don't even think <laughs> this movie You could call them undertones I
0: think that they were tones <laughs> That's why I'm All trying to figure out
2: Well did it mean something The second cup of water that they
0: gave the guy I thought know. it was interesting That John like, Hurt's the first to wake up And he like hangs out to die. Like, yeah, First uh, yeah. to wake up, first yeah. to die sort of thing Yeah
2: that's true
1: Let's go back and check and see if, how they got up Like, Maybe it happened in that order Yeah that'd be interesting Okay. Hey, why was uh, Ripley's nose bleeding when she was freaking out when she was learning all of the the crazy plans and whatnot? She was kind of so,
0: well, and and he's like sweating his android blood too. Yeah, and yeah, there wasn't yeah. really a, some sort of scuffle before that or anything. No, because he like yeah, because yeah. they're I feel like it, more like he was nervous. he Just like appears in the mother controller, just all of a sudden, just like sitting there like a creeper. You're like, <laughs> oh hey, yeah, he was. Hey, Sigourney, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Can I'm gonna be sitting on this tank. Like, what's
2: that white stuff he's dripping? All of the sudden, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: But then her nose started bleeding, and it started getting like worse and worse. Coke. And then they just never, yeah. That
2: was
3: a space
1: <laughs> coke.
2: La coca. Yeah, that
1: was
3: that's when es he freaked la out. Diabla. That was an accident of the director not noticing. <laughs> he got a little bit Uh-oh. too much.
2: Yeah, he got some bad. Coke. Yeah,
3: I thought that that was strange. That um, he was sweating his little android milk blood stuff. Um, that was weird. just at that point. Yeah. And they didn't even necessarily react to it that much. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they were surprised. He was an android woman. Like, right. A lot of see- people don't sweat milk. Well, or-
0: sig- I think Sigourney Weaver sees it. Ripley sees yeah. it. Like she kind of gets but it. I'm not sure why he it ha- happened at that point. Yeah. But she definitely knows before, before uh, Parker kills mm. Ash. Like she kind of knows. Because both him and uh, Lambert. They're the last two at this yeah. point. They both are like freaking out. Like, oh, my God, he's, the, he's an android this whole time. And so Gordon Weaver seemed to have figured it out, like, just as he was attacking her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was, de- But, yeah, that was just, it was also so weird, like, the hell's up with the magazine? Like, was he trying? Yeah, I'm not really sure what that was. Was it like easier was- ways to kill her, I'm sure, for an I android? I have no idea. And it's like, was he trying to, like. Cover Smothered it up or something. Cause like, just put your arm, yeah, like your hands around her neck. Like, it felt like maybe he was you, sick bastard. <laughs> no, it's like like some weird like covering it up. Like maybe something else happened. It wasn't me, Ash, who killed her. Yeah, it you was don't see some...
1: handprints around her neck. Yeah, she choked.
0: Yeah, yeah so don't don't worry about the paper cuts all the way down her throat. Yeah, that, definitely that could be the anything. magazine was a weird touch, <laughs> especially like it, like the thirty seconds he takes to like really make yeah. sure it's tight. Yeah. it's like and like his weird spaz thing too. He like he on. he just starts spazzing out. Yeah, like just almost by the thought of killing yeah. Ripley just sort of sends him into this rage. Well, maybe maybe his programming yeah, is where it's like going more. against programming
3: because he's not supposed to do harm to humans, but yet his higher initiative or his higher mission is to get this thing. Well, the crew is crew expendable. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe it was him kind of fighting conflicting programming. I don't know. I didn't really necessarily get that. And I know with follow-up films, the nosebleed is associated with Ripley being somehow connected to the alien species. Well, that's until she's cloned. But I'm I'm, I'm saying like they brought it back for that, but I have no idea why in this one that she did that. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Well, okay. I mean, to be fair, they were in a
0: high altitude. It's <laughs> space. <laughs> but I don't... Really... Going, going back a little bit, did anybody else find it weird, like, the esoteric, like, riddles you had to ask the computer? Yeah. Like, it yeah. felt like everything was some sort of word puzzle. Yeah. You had to, like, figure out the exact way to ask Mother this question. Or weird. else... Yeah, it was just, like, weird, yeah. like very sort of like just straight up just because you could see it in the tom scarrett scene too even before anything's gone bad like this is very very confusing Mm -hmm. how you're supposed to input data to get an answer from well i mean
3: if you find that weird trevor then obviously you did not grow up with a (laughs) passive-aggressive mother (laughs) 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 just ridley scott
0: dealing with this (laughs) <laughs> yeah, mother, I just want to ask a simple question, <laughs> but you give me the runaround, so I'm going to make you a fucking computer.
3: I'll find out what's wrong by asking shit that doesn't seem to be relating and circle <laughs> around. Damn it. Mama Scott. But yeah, that
0: was weird. Yeah, that was, that was I,
3: I did, I did not understand that part. I mean, but then it gets so good with, like, the final oh, stuff yeah. in Super Tent, so I kind of forgot about it, but I, but I that kind of threw me off a little bit, just because it didn't Really makes sense. Yeah. I almost wonder if that's something that in the script kind of made sense and it just never translated on screen.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It was a little bit oh, it, um, it had to do with something else and maybe they just cut. Yeah. You, yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe. It's I like in
1: Amazing Spider Man 2 when um, oh, Harry
3: Osborne no. gets into the suit. Like, remember, he injects mm. himself yeah. and then somehow he magically knows the suit's going to help him out. But that's like a deleted scene mm-hmm. where it's explained to him, but it just in the theatrical one, you're just like, what the, how, what, huh? Nah. What?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe it was one of those, except less frustrating. <laughs> um, and since we're getting close to it and we've talked about it a little bit, speaking of Parker being a badass, we were talking about that earlier. Well, like he could have killed the alien, but then Scream Queen.
4: God,
0: Lambert, move, um, bitch. Move, just
2: yeah. move, 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 move. Yeah.
0: And she's just sitting so there. So
2: many opportunities for keep, that guy to just keep be the it real, hero. though.
1: We're burning them both, right? Yeah. Like yeah. You, I yelled, "Move at you three times," and this alien just kind of like <laughs> slowly yeah. moving to. Ah! I mean, she chose to stay there. <laughs> Sorry, bam! bam, bam, bam yeah. I got you both now. Yeah, instead of
3: dropping it and Bye. jumping on the back of the alien, what was
1: the plan in that? I yeah, don't I don't know. I don't know. Most of Tag- this- <laughs> he's put his hand out. Tag me in. <laughs> yeah. Tag me in. Oh, exactly. Here we go. We
0: well, Parker Mania on him. What seems most of the time these people are killed is because they refuse to let other people die. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's they die because they refuse to let other people or things. In the mm-hmm. case of Jones, the cat. Yeah, like they they can't can't let that cat die.
2: It's like really, that's oh my
1: gosh, save the cat, guys. Yeah, dumb. And I was mad. I was mad. I was like, no, Parker, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's uh, I? I just like that he got the as Parker. In the beginning, as if Parker was like this huge character. And <laughs> right. I was like, and Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury <laughs> is this actor as Parker. <laughs> it's always so weird when films do that with like not an established character yeah. or even before you've like got, because like like, I get the end, like for the actor. Yeah, so, so I'm just assuming
3: the actor probably was well known then, because mm-hmm. they'll usually do that with like the well known person, where it's with blah 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 as, oh, yeah. and blah, yeah, blah. like they Maybe. do that. So that was just my assumption with that, because yeah, he that was he very has had
2: quite a career since he's done. I was looking on IMDb, I'm like, where have I seen him before? Because he looks so familiar. He's been in like 95 things. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Crazy. Yeah.
3: So I think he was
1: probably How one of the more popular. dangerous was that self destruction bomb? That was huge. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, if like if you were near any planets, plants. I feel like they'd be taking out <laughs> uh-huh. probably. Like she's lucky she was in the the deadest place. I was like, oh oh no, it blew up again. Oh, it blew up again. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, but messing
0: like, around three you guys. times. Yeah. yeah. Three three times each huge. successive explosion bigger than the last.
1: And what was the alien doing? Was he taking a nap? When uh, she oh. found him in the ship, because oh, he yeah. he's kind of leaned back and was like, eh, "What?" <laughs> and then she's yeah, like, "Yeah,
2: oh! yeah, with the hands. I Think he was yeah, trying was... to
1: like blend in, like.
0: Do
2: okay. do he's a stalker.
1: He did. I mean, I was just like, "Oh, that looks like an alien head." And then, bam, hand comes out. I'm like, "Okay," but he just like chilled there for a little bit. Yeah. And then,
0: like, even when she left, it was still like, nah, "I'm still getting up, dog." Yeah, I'm snoo- full. I, snooze snooze I ain't your <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's, and that's like again, like since it's a horror film, like that's like the sexy shower scene, oh yeah, sort of sequence leading up to like the killer's still alive. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are you doing, Sigourney Weaver? She mm-hmm. was uh, all butt-ass naked. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> get butt-ass naked. <laughs> I want to see that movie where the alien comes aboard and says, like, "Everybody, get butt naked now."
0: <laughs> it's implied. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, the original ending was going to be that Ripley's killed. Yeah. And then the alien, like, delivers that final log, talking as Sigourney Weaver, talking as Ripley. Ooh. Ooh
2: really? That would been
0: crazy. Yeah, it's just like, now all of a sudden the alien can talk and everything. Because mm-hmm. they kind of, maybe it, it's capable of doing stuff like that. Because, like, Ian Holm is talking, like, just before he's dead, like, mm-hmm. this is the most beautiful thing in the universe. I like, admire I, it. Yeah. Yes. I admire it, as <laughs> I'm a headless beast now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like it's—they definitely explain that this is like some sort of fast-evolving, yeah. like capable of surviving anywhere creature. And so, it's so capable, it could talk like so Ripley. But that would have been so weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I mean, it never—they
1: so. never approached that in any of the other ones
3: mm-hmm. either. Mm-mm.
1: It's more of a predator thing. Yeah,
2: I mean, maybe.
1: Yeah,
3: and also they were going to have it where it was had skin that could be like camouflage but then they use that for predator instead. Mm. Mm. So but that was originally talked well, about for this.
0: And it's so cool like you can see they definitely have that idea of like it uses like stealth but it's mm. so much cooler like predator it works uh because like you have the hunter. Yeah, it's supposed right. to be right. the, the ultimate effect. hunter. Right. Yeah, and so it, but with this like they definitely still use that camouflage but it's so much creepier when it's like in like involved in the scenery. Yeah. And like especially they really hit yeah. that up in aliens. When it like first starts, yeah, like, they're just like slowly coming out of the out of the um the ceiling and everything like that, and so it's mm-hmm. super cool to kind of see it use camouflage like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it works in like industrial type settings and
3: yeah, it's very very creepy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I like I said, I love the second aliens. I think it's great, and it's a different genre, and I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool with what camera could do with that. And I thought it was
0: great. And
3: they come out. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. Most <laughs> night. <laughs> um, I love news. my
0: friends. My friends and I used to say that, like in high school, like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I love that.
3: I hated the third one. Um, can we get into this? Can we talk let's, about the whole franchise as a whole? Let's, let's do, it. do it. So the only ones I like really are the first two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep, same. I I hated the third one for many reasons. First off, the whole point of the second movie. Is saving Newt like Ripley? Basically, mm-hmm. would sacrifice herself to save Newt because she's an. In That's where she gets her cool like get away from her bitch. Yeah, yeah. So she gets that yeah. cool, and moment. she even gets to ride around in a Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so the star of the third movie is like, yeah. Guess what? That second movie didn't matter because yeah. Newt's dead. They're Everyone's dead, dead. And they dead. kill, and they kill yeah.
0: Hicks too. Mm-hmm. Michael Bain. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's just right. but
3: the, but like the whole freaking point is to save Newt. Like, and that's the feel good moment in the third movie like, nope. And I also find it just gross because I get and also with sequels for Jurassic Park and sequels for a lot of the blockbusters where the conception is going bigger and make the make the danger more. I also found it really gross personally and off and very tasteless that the way to heighten the danger in the situation is to add the threat of Ripley being raped by prison guys. Because I thought that was really fucking gross. and Forget I just about that. Well, I mean, because that was the whole thing. Like, when she was there, it's just like, you better shave your head because they're going to want to rape you. And, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it was just the fear of her being... Like, that was major danger. And, yeah. it's like, And in
1: actuality, Ripley would be
3: doing the raping. Yeah. Oh. Totally. Or she would beat the shit out of anybody yeah. who even tried to. She would just rip <laughs> their dick off, no problem. I mean... Yep. But I just thought that was really, like, for them to do that was just... Mm-hmm disgusting and i just didn't like that at all and it just didn't really i love
0: fincher i love gone girl mm-hmm. but Well, that was his first film. yeah like that was that his was, first yeah film. that was and i know he didn't write this it. was his first one uh-huh. yeah alien yeah. 3 was david After, fincher's first film do you remember how film.
2: ripley dies or how she's destroyed in alien 3 remind yeah. me yeah remember
0: that yeah you you know you yeah. can explain it yeah
2: it's exactly like another movie
0: oh we're what do you? Well, she she when has she, the face. She is impregnated with the queen. Right? Mm. Like, so she, there's a queen in her. And then yeah. she. Yeah. She's
2: she, going to get destroy herself, like in the, I don't know, fire. Pit, yeah. Yeah. She, like, just jumps back yeah. as
0: it's, like, bursting yeah, out. Yeah. Exactly. So oh, that's right. Exactly Doesn't she grab like
2: it? It's exactly like T2. It's yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. like yeah, T2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like
3: T2. It was
2: really ridiculous. I remember I saw that in the theater and I was like, oh my God, this is just exactly like yeah. it, it was and then she gave like, the thumbs really up like, and I left yeah
4: that was it I'm out of here
3: so I just I hated it I just thought I didn't like that at all um, when we get into the Tomorrowland segment I'm going to kind of rewrite uh-huh. how I would have moved the franchise over, yeah I was just kind of hard for... just
1: discontinue all of the yeah. sequels yeah. And I just, didn't even take Prometheus into account when I watched this like I put it all out of mind Fresh. Yeah. This, is, this is the first oh, one in all this. Prometheus
0: is beat for beat the same film. Yeah, we'll get Like 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like yeah. that was what I, that, what, re-watching this film, which is like, oh my God, I'm, no wonder beat Prometheus for, sucks. Beat for beat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so d- did anybody like the third
3: movie or do we kind of all feel that no. it was horrible? No, no, was no, we don't. What did we think of Alien Resurrection <laughs> written by a young Joss Whedon? Shitty. I did it's, Did
2: not see it. Which one was that?
3: That's the one where um, she finds out that they're like cloning her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what's her name? Shoplifter. Um, oh, Winona Ryder. One, thank you. Winona Rider. Oh, that's mm-hmm. when they have um, the,
0: the kind of humanoid looking one. So yeah. And, yeah. It gets, and, it and it gets swim. sucked out of the, the yeah. little yeah. tiny hole. Yeah, and it can swim. Well, oh. Yeah, because Ripley and the, they cloned Ripley because they needed to clone the queen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that was why Ripley comes back as like a side effect of that. And so, she, um, but both of their, like Ripley is more alien. Like she has like green okay. fingernails oh, and everything really? like yeah, that. And yeah. And when
3: you were talking about the has, kill like, me the thing yeah. about
0: from the deleted or from the director's cart, whatever,
3: yeah. I just assumed, because that scene's in the fourth one where she finds like one of the failed
0: Sigourney Weaver clones that's oh. like all like kill me, <laughs> kill me. And she like sets it on yeah. fire. Yeah. But then also the queen is made like more human. And in this one, she, like, gives birth as opposed to laying eggs. Yeah, and and that's she, yeah where, she's, like, that's where the cr- up Yeah, that's stuff. where, like, the creepy-ass white <SSSSSSSSSZ> one <SSSSZ> yep. with the face and everything. Because they're trying all. to, like, weaponize it, like, with that the That scene raptors. used to
1: make me laugh so hard as a kid. Because yeah. I remember my brother, uh, we'd watch him, we started laughing, and then he'd, like talked about getting sucked off, am I right? (laughs) I'm
0: like, oh Oh, no. (laughs) So every time I see it, I'm like, that's hilarious. (laughs) What's super weird about that film, too, is that the alien, that weird alien was designed to be like a hermaphrodite. Yeah. It was designed with both female and male Mm -hmm. genitals, and they had to CG it out. And post, they're just like, no, that's a step too far. This This is too too much." much. Yeah. But for that film, I liked it better than the third one, but I still didn't the cool us. thing mm. to come out of Alien Resurrection Is the Sigourney Weaver behind the back shot Have you ever watched the de- They have like a little clip from I'm assuming like a behind the scenes thing In Alien Resurrection um, Sigourney Weaver Clone Ripley um, Is like getting into like a pissing argument With Ron Perlman um, And they're like playing basketball like on their ship and everything mm, I remember that And uh, he's just like talking shit to her She takes the ball and just without looking back Tosses it <laughs> and Makes the shot <laughs> and it's real that's it's awesome, real. and so <laughs> you good. and she like did it like in one take, oh and so it's like one, and you can see like the footage of it, and it's fun to see like the actual cut together stuff, and then this this footage because Ron Perlman like loses his shit.
4: Oh, he's like, oh no!
0: <laughs> it like kept it together long enough for them to be able to use to his cut. reaction, yeah. and then he's just like. No way, you just made that. Oh my <laughs> Everyone God. like goes crazy over it.
2: I'm going to check the B-roll on that one.
0: Yeah, it's it's just on YouTube. That's hilarious. It's, it's super cool. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, I, I I I saw Alien 3 so young that it did I haven't and I haven't seen it since I've become an adult. So all the sort of further sexual danger that Ripley was in <laughs> was lost to me, but um so, but I I I like it. It's all right. I like how they, the one good thing that they gave us was the dog alien to kind of solidify that the alien like takes on traits of whatever its host, right. yeah. which I, the term is horizontal gene transfer. Like that's the scientific term of what a, a species doing that, like taking some of the traits of whatever mm-hmm. its host creature is. Um, like a symbiote? Like a symbiote. Yeah, exactly. Which, total side note, I read the Venom stuff. It's crazy. with <laughs> uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. the, planet of the planet of Venom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just really interesting. Like, that was the one cool thing that it did from that. It sort of solidified what we already kind of, like, knew. But, like, that's it's one good thing to add to the mythology. Sure. And then, yeah, Alien Resurrection. Like, I think... That one suffers from the stuff we were talking about, the CG stuff. Like oh, a, lot yeah. CG. a lot of it is CG. A lot of it is CG. And what's funny about that one, too, is that's the guy who directed Amelie. Oh, yeah. Directed oh. Alien Resurrection. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. And I think I, I don't, I don't I know this. I love Amelie. I don't know this for sure. I haven't researched this at all, but just kind of guessing, I imagine that Winona Ryder was put on by the studio and he wanted Andre Tateau. Mm. I'm guessing that I but can see that <laughs> yeah. it was this like yeah. Renault has got the shortcut mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like wide eyed and, uh, yeah. and everything. So I'm, I'm I imagine he might have wanted her involved mm. in it, but I don't know. That's just my speculation.
1: And did we see Alien versus Predator? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. What mm-hmm. did we think? I thought it should have been so much cooler. Both of the movies. Yeah. Well, the second one was awful Garbage. uh the first one was oh uh, one was all right um, very
3: mindless popcorn fun
1: yeah uh i thought oh the pyramids are in there it's kind of like a hunting ground like mm-hmm. i feel like it could have been sweet could have been so um, much and it better. was just okay
3: yeah it was i thought it was interesting I, I was actually impressed with the initial premise of why people were going
1: yeah there.
3: yeah like i thought that was really well done but then when they get there they're like okay we have to hit these beats let's go for it mm-hmm. and i felt it was set up so much better than it was executed yeah and, I mean, I'm glad Sanaa Lathan wins at the end because she's awesome. hmm But, anyway. Matty you know. Purdy. Matty Purdy. But, yeah, <laughs> Requiem was a He gave us
0: the Predalien.
3: The Predalien. <laughs> oh,
0: my okay. God.
3: And, dude, literally, Requiem is dark. It is a dark film. Yeah. Because I saw it on Blu-ray at my place. I can't see shit. At night. Like, the only thing that was illuminating the room was a TV, and I could not see shit. Uh-huh. That's
0: bad. Like, yeah. both super those- bad. It was a horrible movie. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also, like, why James Cameron, because the, he doesn't want to be involved anymore. Mm-hmm. Because he feels like the, the crossover film's have cheapened both franchises. And so, like, he's like, I'm good. He yeah. Like, him and Ridley Scott wanted to... Have wanted to come back. Um, And, obviously, Ridley Scott came back. And yeah, he did just me, yeah, did Prometheus. Yeah. Do we see Prometheus?
1: Yeah, I saw Prometheus. Mm-hmm.
3: What, did, what did we think? That, I find <clears throat> that... Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say I found some people mm. like
1: really like it. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know if I really like it. Um, it looked cool.
0: I'll give it. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It. I feel like the ideas it tackles are very interesting. Yeah. But the execution. But it doesn't of yes, it, tackle that's garbage. It. I feel like mm-hmm. the, it they raise the issues,
3: but they never yeah, exactly. kind of out yeah. there
1: ideas that they never really. Kind of like with Alien, though, right? I mean, they never really explained any of that stuff. But
3: Prometheus had a lot of existential issues. And yeah. Like, concepts. I don't think they
1: ever needed to be tied back to humans or anything like right. that. And I feel like that Prometheus really tried to nail home that idea. Like, yeah. oh, they're, we're, we're all connected to this. But those are
3: kind of the gods of all mm-hmm. life on every place. Yeah. But even that opening sequence, it took me asking like five people to figure out what the shit happens in them. <laughs> it took
1: me four or five months to maybe. Yeah, yeah, what everyone, was happening in it? Like I even the people who told me what that? they
0: thought it was were like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: like every <laughs> sentence had a question mark yeah. at the end of it. But it's Prometheus is entirely alien, like one hundred percent. Like yeah. even in the marketing, they some of the first trailers like use the same sort of opening sequence with like slowly piecing together the name of it with like single mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like straight lines, and they even use like the same s- score. Like you can watch both trailers back to back and you won't know you're not watching the same film until you see the title.
3: They were trying to pull a whole Jurassic Park, Jurassic World thing. <laughs> <laughs> and like, this, is, remember... this, is the
0: fa- this is the failure of that same thing. I- obviously, in you, you yeah. feel they both failed, but yeah. this is that line of thinking completely failing.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and-
0: I just that was my biggest gripe about it. It looked awesome, yeah. and I
3: liked the cast that they had. Idris Elba and- as Parker. Yeah. yeah. Basically. And pretty much. And... <laughs> Yeah, I, it Android. was just one of those things where it's like you're not answering, mm-hmm. you're asking all these questions, but then you're just like
2: around and round. I, I guess know. we're are
3: not they making number it? two? Is that mm-hmm. getting they the are, sequel? Suppose. They are, but it took a long time because it did not yeah. make as much as they were hoping it would. Mm-hmm. But it did get. They are going to do a second
0: one. Well, and it shows. It also shows like maybe this is a showing the dis, uh, the disparity between Numi Ray, uh, Ray Pace and Sigourney Weaver's acting ability in these films or a change in like the dynamic of how we portray women but like the the whatever her name is shaw the the girl whoever Ray Raypace plays yeah. in prometheus like she is stupid in that <laughs> film super stupid yeah not very capable outside of she like accidentally survives mm-hmm. pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and she's also a victim yeah. Like, she oh, is completely... Yeah. Like, she is a victim.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas Sigourney Weaver, as Ripley, is, like, strong. Mm-hmm. She's the only level-headed, yeah. smart person on that crew. I mean,
1: there's a scene where everyone's at the table panicking. And she's, shut up! Shut up! Yeah. yeah, This is what we're gonna do! Exactly. Okay, well, let's hear it. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, tell me what we're doing, then. And she'll tell you. She, she was, was strong. She's she like was a commander very, type. She was Absolutely. very Jack Bauer. Yeah. Like, because I'm a huge 24 fan. Yeah. It
3: definitely reminded me of that, where... It's one of those things where everyone else has all these great ideas and she's just like, those are great, but that's not reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantasy world. This is what we're doing exactly, because this she, is what works. She
2: knows how to execute it. She she's made a leader.
1: all the right decisions except, except the for cat. the cat. Yeah. Oh, the God, cat. the cat is going to haunt me. To but she me. also <laughs> was
0: willing to let it just kind of scamper around until they were going to blow it up. Yeah. She was like, we got 10 minutes, blow it up. Okay, you caught me on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me when it was like, ah, oh, the cat's still on the. Right, I, I mean, that.
1: she ditched it. Like, she's like, oh, she just the corner. Yeah. Fuck this cat. And then she went downstairs. Yeah, she
0: bailed on that cat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then she's like, oh, fast.
1: Kitty, you're still here. And the kid's like, yeah, but I told the Amy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that cat snitched. The cat was the villain of the whole movie.
2: I'm just going to tell you, if it was a dog, I'd be like, okay, let's find it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, cat- oh, yeah.
3: Let's, let's cats are aloof assholes. Like, yeah, just let it go. Are. Mm-hmm. Cats are like, I guess I'll, I'll,
0: Allow you to pet me right yeah.
2: now. Yeah. Hope
0: I'm done with petting you. I'll let you know by biting you. Yeah. When exactly. even I, either Chris's <laughs> theory is right, yeah. and the and the cat snitched, or even the alien was just like fuck this thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I don't like, want it. I don't care. Sit in your box, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm out.
2: He had no. Re- the alien had no respect for the cat. Yeah, I was. I was weirded parade, out that it, it passed so... up killing
1: it though, because it seemed like it was just killing everything because that's yeah. what it does. It kills. Yeah. I don't know why I passed up, like, a living I'm
0: a, thing. I'm, I I'm wonder box, if that's ever anything that they have, like, addressed mm-hmm. in any of the films. Is, like, this sort of human bloodlust or it, sort of the higher functions of these of these creatures? Because, yeah, it seems like... Because well, they kill the dog. The dog is how the, the alien in Alien 3 comes about. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it's sort of interesting to see if there is uh, anything in the other films that addresses, like any sort of difference in animals because yeah it just straight up is like it the last scene you see before you see the alien again is like it like peering down and like getting super close to that cage and just like well fuck fuck you jones you're about to die Mm -hmm. and then just bounces Mm -hmm. and so yeah it'd be interesting to see if they explained expand upon that in any of the other films i don't care i don't
2: know it's like you know Cat would have been a goner. Bye, One baby. of
3: the things that cracked me up about Prometheus was how freaking far away they parked that ship. That <laughs> opening of them, like, all right, well, this is just for dramatic. Uh, even I when mean, they parked there and no, they drove them, like, this yeah. is going to factor in in some dramatic chase. Because mm-hmm. could you get closer? <laughs> Maybe a little bit.
1: Uh, yeah, it'd yeah. Be really easy, easy. with the technology, but, but no. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they they land in the middle of the day <laughs> with full view of the planet yeah. and it's still parked super far away <laughs> yeah, yeah. this one they like stormy dark as shit they can only yeah, see yeah. the artificial yeah. yeah and they're just like get it as close as close as we can yeah. get as close as we can yeah i, never, I was thinking I that
2: too and i saw prometheus i was like well the, why the hell didn't they park a little closer but then i was thinking well maybe they had some protocol they have to follow I don't know. It was frustrating. That movie completely and sure frustrated me. Sure there was me. a
3: high speed chase towards the
2: <laughs> ship.
0: But... <laughs> Wouldn't happen if they would have parked it right there. <laughs> well, it's so it's weird. Frustrating. Like they, yeah, that film is like half mm-hmm. an alien film, half some original stuff with mixtures of David Lim- Damon Lindelof's insanity mm-hmm. and okay. whatever the nonsense he adds to sci-fi. But it's so interesting, yeah. Like because they have like backpedaled. Like, uh, it is it is part of the Alien series. Oh, it's not really part of the series. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, but it's a prequel. But it's not. But then it's like, it doesn't matter what you say in the press. It doesn't matter what you're saying after the fact. You look at the film and there is far too much Alien yeah. Oh, yeah. in that film for you mm-hmm. to say it's not. And what is in there is not good. No. So it definitely <laughs> yeah. did not add anything productive to the series. Mm-hmm. And the other one, that's, that's the one thing that Alien 3... A- alien resurrection and even alien versus predator like they all add something yeah. to the series and what prometheus added was bullshit yeah. if anything at all yeah so what was the second
1: film. she said she was flying to the planet of the god white gods right that's how it ended for prometheus yeah mm. so yeah yeah.
0: yeah 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 her and michael fassbender's head mm-hmm. are yeah. flying to the <laughs> engineer's planet yeah the engineers
3: yeah and i thought that was what what i also didn't understand about that movie is so there's so, so it starts with like all around the the world there's they gave us a map to where they are you know what i mean around on earth it's like over you know mm-hmm. we when we combine these we know exactly what planet they're on they get there and the creator engineer thing or whatever like sees them and the first thing he wants to do is like murder all of them I'm like why are you surprised that these people <laughs> you put a map on earth <laughs> Like Come why are you surprised me? Somebody? Yeah, <laughs> no, like, he was surprised by it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I want to fight. I wanna <laughs> fight. I'll, wait. I'll wait. I'll literally wait
1: hundreds of years, millions of years. I don't the give a training. shit. training, got all <laughs> tall and buff. Yeah, no, I don't know. But isn't that why they created the goo? Because they were gonna kill mankind with it. Something I like don't that. No, uh,
3: the stuff you, they drank. You yeah, mean?
1: but I think one person that asked about
3: that, they said that drinking the stuff created life on that planet so like it broke them down and you know how it went in the waterfall and Mm -hmm. stuff and that was supposed to be how organisms even came to be and like that would then evolve to be species and things like that so one person said that that's what that was when he was drinking yeah
0: i i've heard that same thing it is i think that's what they were trying to go for is you know the the black goo mixed with this guy created life yeah, like stupid. he... Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> dumb. Yeah. It is so, <laughs> so stupid.
2: Wow.
3: So let's... let's. All right. We've talked some trivia, but let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit more, go back to Alien. I just wanted to talk about the other yeah. movies in the series just because it's crazy. This is one of the greatest sci-fi slash horror films mm-hmm. ever, and just to watch just
0: this descent of the follow-up movies yeah.
2: after Alien. Well, it, at downhill.
0: least they haven't tried to and Prometheus is really the first time they've really tried to redo the film yeah like at least every film was something different or some sort of slice of where action film was at the time like that's at least some sort of like redeeming Mm -hmm. quality of at least the other two because it would have been sucked like sucked even worse if like Alien 3 was like a complete rehashing of yeah. alien and yeah. it, it sucked still yeah and so at least they like try different stuff and try and expand it and i don't know i don't know yeah they, they tried different stuff whereas prometheus is just a complete rehashing mm-hmm. of the film and it's utterly inferior well, i in feel in like they were tr-
3: when it came to the alien side of things i feel like ridley scott was trying to provide context and history to the alien but i don't recall we don't need anyone it. ever asking for that yeah
0: yeah and the series that is the best in it is the first one and that has the least amount of context yeah you even have you have way more context within aliens too Mm -hmm. they are way more aware of what they're dealing with and we know why the corporation wants them and yeah and things
3: they're way more out you know out in the open about all that stuff too thank thanks paul reiser but um (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah so here's here's about you
3: yeah i like it um Here's some trivia. So to get Jones the cat to react fearfully um, to the descending alien, a German shepherd was placed in front of him with a screen between the two. So the cat wouldn't see it at first and came over. The screen was then suddenly removed to make Jones stop and start hissing.
1: Good. So, I hope they scare the shit yeah. out of that cat. <laughs> Screw that cat. He was
3: evil. Even if the cat in the movie wasn't supposed to be evil, that actor cat was evil. Mm-hmm. All okay. cats are evil. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, shredded condoms were used to create tendons of the beast's ferocious jaws. Didn't
1: we have that in a, in a recent yeah. film? Et, et. E. E. Yeah, the yeah. condoms yeah. were the um, inside the alien ship. They were like the mushroom plants. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Safe sex everybody
3: That's the that's the reasons for funny. this podcast Recycle
0: have, your condoms Recycle 70s your and condoms. 80s people had no reasons for the man Just fucking going to town <laughs> hey, We have all these condoms laying around I, I got all these free
1: condoms <laughs> from this clinic up there And then they don't need them We
0: don't need them It doesn't feel the same Who needs these condoms <laughs> Only in, in a pre-aid society Can condoms be used so willy nilly In fashion. <laughs>
3: Um, the blue laser lights that were used in the ship's, um, or alien ship's egg chamber were borrowed from the Who. So they're testing <laughs> out lights for their live shows oh, and wow. let them use them. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um. Who? Ah, I like Isn't it. Isn't he funny? I see what you did there. Um, Ridley Scott. Oh, I don't know how to say his name. Yapet Koto?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I think that's the- Is that the, Parker? Parker? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yes. But basically, Ridley Scott- allegedly told him to annoy Sigourney Weaver off camera so that there'd be tension between the characters. Yeah. Coda regrets
1: this because he really liked Weaver.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. You kind of get that during the, the scene when she's yelling at everyone, like they're kind of getting short with each other. Well, you know?
0: and it looked, I noticed that too. Like, it's funny you say that because like in that scene, it almost looked like they, they were like about to yell cut. Like just, it, it feels like a very natural, like he doesn't have mm-hmm. a mark over there. Yeah. He just sort of wandered, back into frame i was just sort of like saying shit off the top of his head like yeah it's very interesting because you can definitely see that
4: Mm.
0: yeah i like that um it was conceptual artist
3: ron cobb who came up with the idea that the alien should bleed acid that this came about when dan o'bannon couldn't find a reason why the crew just wouldn't shoot the alien with a gun (laughs) (laughs) which is great i think that's a great problem solving why wouldn't we just shoot him Oh yeah. yeah a lot, of, a, lot of, yeah. Yeah.
0: a lot of this alien was sort of dealing with those kind of like actual problems. But see
3: and I like that because I think that that solution not only it's not a quick it seems like a quick fix where it's like oh yeah they don't want to get acid on them. But I like it because I think that the nature of this alien it's very parasitic and I just like how it's like that's the defense mechanism to not disturb the process of you know implanting this in whatever host that it's going for, so I mm-hmm. really like that that definitely works in the context,
0: it's not just mm-hmm. like a quick fix. and then they, so take the, they take the time to like have that whole sequence of them like going down each level to see how far the acid's going yeah. down. I, I yeah. was really hoping the comedy
3: side of me was hoping they do like 10 floors. Like, <laughs> oh no,
1: <laughs> oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I thought that would be <laughs> running up and down stairs. <laughs> At the end, of... <laughs> another floor, damn it. <laughs>
3: That'd be great. Um, the inside of the alien eggs, as seen by Kane, was composed of real organic material. Director Ridley Scott used cattle hearts and stomachs. The tail of the face hugger was sheep intestine. So, I bet that smelled great.
1: They ran out of condoms.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, when it's like, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, when it's like snaking around just before it jumps out, yeah, yeah, but uh, poor actors like. The fuck
1: this is
3: smell? <laughs> this smells horrible. We're gonna
1: tape these sheep intestines <laughs> to your face for sixteen hours.
3: Smell shit. Why do I smell these?
1: <laughs> these are what? Um. I gotta go home to my wife after this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the dead face hugger that Ash autopsies was made using fresh shellfish, oh uh, four oysters, and a sheep kidney to recreate the internal organs. Yeah. Gross.
0: Yeah, that's pretty gross.
3: <laughs> Harrison Ford turned down the role of Captain Dallas. Thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, that it came out. So, so this would have been that would have been his follow up to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That would have been the first thing he would have been mm-hmm. in
1: another space captain. Nah, he was probably a good idea. He passed
0: on. Yeah, it. he's like you don't want to be typecast. Mm-hmm. And
3: then he goes on to do things that typecast him.
1: Um, <laughs> so let's see. So
3: Ridley Scott credited three movies for influences for this: the first Star Wars, two thousand one, and uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of seventy four mm-hmm. for its treatment of horror. Interesting. Nice. So I thought that was interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, The you're... first two you definitely see. 100%. But that last one, like, oh, that's awesome. And I think it adds like a nice yeah, thing. Which m- to it.
1: probably why there's a good horror feel to it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, the creature is never filmed directly facing the camera due to the humanoid features of its face. Ridley yeah. Scott determined at all costs to dispel any notion of a man in a rubber suit, filmed the beast in various close-up angles in it, of its ghastly profile, the... very rarely capturing the beast in its entirety.
0: There is... there is uh footage on uh youtube where it shows like a deleted scene and it's right before um uh lambert is killed and shows like the reveal of the alien because like in the film it's like you just see like a shadow Mm -hmm. that's like oh shit the alien's like right there um but in this like it's like sitting like on its hands and knees like on its back like crab legs like crab yeah. walking uh, sort of yeah. way and then it's like slowly unspools its tail and all that sequence is super cool until it like moves to like get up and like approach her and yeah but you can like see the alien there and it definitely takes it out yeah. it like takes you out of it
3: well like it kind of reminds me of the first insidious have you seen this Mm-mm. where it we're, we're like you only saw little bits and pieces of the like the demonic entity until yeah, the very end, and yeah. for me that burst Ruined my bubble it. totally when mm-hmm. you saw like oh cloven hooves. Great. Yeah,
1: because you could think of
3: creepier shit yeah. that freak you out. Only seeing but, like yeah. bits and pieces was freaky, but yeah. so I think that that it works. Once again, you know your imagination can make things a hell of a lot more scarier than when you actually see it. Um, I thought this was funny. So the spacesuits that they wore, I guess, were so bulky. um... With nylon, and they had no outlets for breath or condensation. Yeah. So, like, working under hot studio lights, to, they said, like, excess of 100 degrees, which is studio lights, um, and spent most of the time passing out. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> This is so a nurse had to be on hand at all times to keep supplying them with oxygen. This is the funniest part. Ridley Scott and the cinematographer, or Ridley Scott didn't do anything about this (laughs) until his and the cinematographer's kids were in the outfits for that one shot, (laughs) and then they were having problems, and then they're like, oh, okay, and then that's, not until then did they make modifications to the suit. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny.
1: Actors are expendable.
3: Exactly, well, no, I mean, a lot of stuff you see where it's like, Which, oh, you know, they're just gonna deal with it now I feel nowadays it's better where things sag after a union. <laughs> nowadays <laughs> the conditions have to be like the first Poseidon movie, you know how many extras drowned hmm. in the filming of that lots,, yeah, yeah oh. so that's why that's why we have a union, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so we don't end up dead. um, so you know the scene where like uh where is it uh Lambert slaps Ripley? Um, in retaliation for Ripley's yeah. refusal to let her, Dallas, and came back on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, uh, Sugrany kept like flinching, yeah. shying away before the slap. So Rip, or Ridley Scott's like just really slap her. So like their yeah. reactions were real, and she just landed. Big <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: She was like, "Here, here's a slap. This for taking my role." But she,
3: don't she told Cartwright not to hold back. Really hit her. She just that's funny. Wait,
0: Ridley Scott said that? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you actually hit her, Scorny. Just, we're gonna do one more take. You're doing great. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Twentieth Century Fox doubled the budget from 4.2 million to 8.4 million on the strength of seeing Ridley Scott's storyboards, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's great. Shows some confidence. Well,
0: that was what Tom Tom Skerritt wasn't gonna do it until mm-hmm. until the the budget got increased.
3: Um, many producers have professional readers that read and summarize scripts for them. The reader in this case summarized it as it's like jaws but in space. Just funny cuz we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. The original cut of the film ran 3 hours and 12 minutes. Wow. Ridley Scott did all the handheld camera work himself.
0: I want to see I want to see that 3 hour cut. <laughs> because this film like the alien doesn't show up for an hour. Yeah. yeah. And then the next the second hour is the like horror film mm-hmm. stuff. And just, yeah, it'd be interesting to see... What happened in that
1: third hour? Yeah, what's
0: happening in that third hour? It's like, all about the cat. <laughs> it's just the and cat his, on an adventure. His nefarious plans. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, like... Because that's, that's not just, like, five minutes added that's to each. That's an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's an that's hour. Huge. That's that's storyline cut. That's, that's, a that's a third of that's them, a, the movie. Yeah, that's in chunks of the 30. film.
2: There yeah. was going to be a sex scene. Mm-hmm. The sex, sex scene was written in the script, right? Yeah. Who, who was getting it on? Ripley, Ripley and, and Dallas. Yeah. yeah.
0: You can you could read
1: that. I'm kind of yeah. glad there wasn't, because I mean, I felt mm-hmm. like she was stronger that she yeah, wasn't kind of like a romantically involved. Yeah. It was like oh, they're no. all professional. D- but you could also- Dallas, don't go there. I'm so worried about you. And she's like, no, yeah. i do that shit. You
0: could exactly. tell like they but, but they had some Dallas sort don't of they go. had glances. Yeah. They exchanged. they've they've hooked up before. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in
1: space. You know what I mean. Yeah. I'm sure they have all had a round or two at <laughs> each other. <laughs> in space, Dallas heard her
0: scream. <laughs> 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 it was the
2: 70s. <laughs> Too. <laughs> is true. Probably had big, big crazy <laughs> <Thank you>. parties.
0: Now <laughs> those condoms not going. Oh. To
3: <laughs> <laughs> they had them all lying off space, code. go nuts, guys. <laughs> this is cool. Ridley Scott did all the handheld camera work himself. Yep. Mm-hmm. I already said that, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. yes, I did. Yeah. Our <laughs> um, Ridley Scott stated that in casting the role of Ripley, it ultimately came down to Sigourney Weaver and Meryl Streep. Interesting. So yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I love like Sigourney Street better. Have, mm, yeah. Would Meryl, like,
0: I don't think I would have believed she was as much of a badass. And she, like, you can, Rip, Ripley can't be blonde. No offense to the blonde listeners. Mm-hmm. But, like, just the whole thing of it, like, that would be really, like, yeah, if, if Meryl Streep had, like, Ripley's hair, I'd really believe it. Like, Sigourney Weaver's hair. Well, I feel really like Sigourney is just, <laughs> I think she's just tougher
3: in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everything she's ever done, even when she's supposed to kind of be the, over-sexualized person who only reads or only repeats the commands in galaxy quest i still believe she can kick ass yeah well she's a tall person she's a tall woman she is oh let's see the first day that she shot a scene involving jones the cat sigourney weaver's skin started reacting badly horrified the young actress immediately thought that she might be allergic to cats and that it would be easier for her for the production to recast her instead of trying to find four more identical cats which is so Gurney, if you're allergic to a cat, you're allergic to all cats. Anyway, um <laughs> as it transpired, Weaver was <laughs> reacting to glycerin sprayed on her skin to make her look hot and sweaty. So that was what she was allergic to. Dang, Thought that was kind of interesting. Should have put the cat down. <laughs> <laughs> Many of the interior features of the Nostromo came from airline or er, airplane graveyards. Kind of definitely see know, that. Yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hmm. I
3: it, felt like it was like submarine stuff. Like it yeah. definitely feels that mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. For the Awakening from Hypersleep segment, Veronica Cartwright and Sigrani Weaver had to wear white surgical tape over their nipples so as not to offend certain countries. Of course. Of course. I mean, it's just all. I think we can all agree that it's better. It's more appropriate. I just nipples wish they would have people out. I really wish they would have covered their ankles, too. So <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see. Uh, 20th Century Fox Studios almost did not allow the space jockey, um, which was that giant. Alien. Yeah. This was because at the time, props for movies weren't so large and it would only be used for one scene. However, conceptual artist Ron Cobb convinced them to leave the scene in the movie as it would be the film Cecil B. DeMille shot, showing the audience that this wasn't some low-budget B movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm glad they left it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought, because to me, I was like, oh, I mean, even re-watching it, mm-hmm. you, I mean, that was kind of, it was hard for me to come up with notes for this because. Yeah. I would find myself just simply watching this instead of thinking, oh, that's interesting. I want to bring that up. Oh, this is interesting. I'm just like, I love this movie. But that was one of those moments where you're like, holy shit, that big thing was mm-hmm. killed by something? Yeah. This is not a good idea to be in here, guys. Mm-hmm. So I think that that really helped out a lot. Um, in the wide shots of the space jockey prop, Ridley Scott used his two sons to make the prop seem bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, where are you getting your trivia? IMDb. IMDb. Indeed. Let's see. Uh oh, I thought this was interesting. Um, I, 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 I'm just gonna skip to it. So apparently, people went by or they wrote those characters' names based on like their last names or whatever because they wanted to be free to either cast male or female for mm-hmm. the roles. I thought that was pretty progressive for 1979.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Ripley was supposed but was supposed I mean, to be a guy. Yeah. Well, well I mean, that's the other yeah. thing about it is like, yeah, they left it open for diversity, but they were still. Casting in a not not right diverse way, but I mean for all the characters, they yeah. did that. So I thought that that was
3: for 1979. I thought that was pretty forward thinking. Um, I like the Hungarian titles for the Alien movies. Did anyone see this in the trivia? Mm-mm. It's Hilarious. So in the first one, it was called "The Eighth Passenger Is the Death," which spoiler <laughs> alert, Hungary. Um, the second one was called, uh, where is it? The name of the planet: death. It's the name of the second movie. Hmm. Uh, I prefer the eighth passenger <laughs> is death. That's for the first alien. For aliens or aliens was the other one.:
0: Oh, so okay, yeah. so the planet
3: is death. The planet is death.
0: The name, the name of the planet: Death. Mm-hmm. The so what aliens. was the
3: third one called? It was called Final Solution: Death.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what those movies are about.: yeah. So that's. can but you that's, guess what the
0: fourth one's called? Death, resurrection, the resurrection of death,
1: the not so death.
0: So to them, the word alien is death, like that. So these, that's because what's interesting is like now, like you say alien, and more often than not, people think of this is the alien people think of because it's in the title and everything. It's and so like, but in Hungary, you say death, and that's what these some people have the images of this alien. It's kind of interesting. And then alien versus predator. The Death Against the Predator. So they didn't even change it for Predator? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. But they still call the Predator the Predator. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I found this interesting. So no film companies wanted to make the film, even 20th Century Fox. They passed on it. They passed on
1: uh, Star Wars, right? Too?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I
3: mean, 20th Century Fox did make this eventually. Yeah, But originally they passed on it, um, stating various reasons such as um, it was too bloody. The only producer who wanted to make the film was Roger Corman, who back then, I mean, he was a good hookup to have with all of his stuff. Um, and it was not until Walter Hill came on board that it was changed. 20th Century Fox agreed to make the film as long as the violence was toned down. Either, even after that, they still rejected the first cut for being too bloody. So maybe, you know, in that three hour and 12 minute cut, maybe there was lots more blood and guts. They actually well,
1: showed the people die, huh?
3: Well,
0: yeah, I mean, you mentioned the director's cut, yeah. kind of like the kill me scene. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, that might also be more like psychologically messed up too. Yeah. You know? yeah.
3: Um, according to Ridley Scott, the mechanism that was used to make the alien egg open was so strong that it could tear off a hand. Hmm. Like open the egg. Yeah,
0: the thing that when it would no, the, the yeah, egg, yeah yeah it was the so fold. strong that it could tear. Off so a funny hand. because that's such a. It, it opens that's, so slowly, yeah, and it's gently, a, yeah. It's a delicate open <laughs> that—that's what, like, lures. That's like a flower. is everyone in. Yeah. it's
1: like, oh, what's this thing oh, opening?
3: Very. I bet what comes out of this is also oh, super it's, gentle. It's and like a slow. flower. <laughs> it's, it's a flower. A disgusting vagina flower. <laughs> 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 the space jockey prop was twenty-six feet tall. Jeez. The grid-like flooring on the Nostromo was achieved using upturned milk crates painted over. Oh. That's some trivia for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, right. the aliens' habit of laying eggs in the chest um, that burst out was inspired by spider wasps, which are said to lay their eggs in the abdomen of spiders. Yeah. Um, the image gave Dan O'Bannon nightmares, which he used to create the story. <laughs> so, but then
0: literally made
3: of nightmares. this <laughs> film. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. That that's a that's a real thing. Um, And then we already talked about Veronica Cartwright only found out that she wasn't playing the part of Ripley when she was first called in to do some costume tests for the character of Lambert, which has to be a slap on the face. That sucks. Just because, like, can you, can you, you know, tell me beforehand? It's the 70s, man.
0: It's crazier times.
3: So this was, um, for some reason, it doesn't say that this was the first movie to do it. It just says Alison Bechtel's um, The Bechtel Test once proposed a simple test to see if a film treated its female characters as equal members of the cast. So, and this has been used in a lot of films. Yeah. And even was used recently in Jurassic World, which it did not do well in that Bechtel <laughs> test. But um, the three parts. One, at least two female characters who, two, have a conversation with each other. That three, isn't about one of the male characters. Okay. So, that's yeah. like the Bechtel test. Mm-hmm. Um, this criteria came to be known as the Bechtel test. The character in the column says that the last movie she saw that fit this criteria was Alien. Once again, this is a long time ago, and it doesn't even give doesn't even say like Jeez. when this column was or anything. But the Bechtel test is a something that's yeah. used a lot now. Alice um, Bechtel is an important right. lady, indeed. So it's funny. It was Sigourney Weaver's idea to sing "You Are My Lucky Star" while preparing to get rid of the <laughs> Xenomorph. Ridley Scott mentions how much flack he got from the production because of how expensive the rights to the song were.
4: <laughs>
3: I think that's so funny when that happens. Because yeah, everybody don't if you're filming a movie, don't sing a song that you have the rights to, because that shit's expensive. Mm-hmm. Restaurants aren't even supposed to sing the birthday song because it's... that is owned by a company and they can actually get <laughs> sued and lose if they use it. That's why like a lot of Restaurants, not
0: most, but some restaurants have their own birthday songs because mm-hmm. they don't want to get sued. So big birthday doesn't come soon. You know, uh, the term xenomorph is not used in this film, and that's it was sort of retroactively yeah. applied to it. I th- if I remember correctly, it's used in Aliens, mm. um, but then it was it was mostly just supposed to be um, a generalized term because right. it doesn't it, it doesn't mean it it's alien form is a xenomorph like means and it was meant to sort of be another way of describing the alien and not like its actual designation but outside forces sort of took it and ran with it and said like oh that's what they're called they're the xenomorphs and so it's not it's like canon not canon right sort of thing yeah it's just a quick explanation or quick labeling yeah anything and then it took on this thing of like oh that's what it's called because alien is such a general term
3: so, basically, Ron Cobb explained what happened to the space jockeys, like how they got on that planet, which I think is weird because, once again, we don't really need the context. But
0: he let's says, see it, if it's better than Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so, at some point, a cataclysm causes the extermination of the adults in this unique race, leaving no one to tend to nurture the young. But in a dark lower chamber of the breeding temple, a large number of eggs lie dormant, waiting to sense something warm, which kind of seems like from Alien versus Predator, like... How they had that little temple with, uh, with the eggs and stuff. Anyway, years later, the space jockey race comes to this planetoid. The jockeys are on a mission of exploration and archaeology, and they are fascinated by this marvelous temple and unknown culture. One of them finds the egg chamber and gets face-hugged. Oh, that sounds <laughs> comforting. He, <laughs> he's rescued, but no one knows what's happened. Basically, this is the plot of Alien. Anyway, they take him back to their ship and continue their exploration of the planet's surface. When the chest burst erupts from the jockey, it goes on a killing rampage until it is shot and killed. The alien dies but immediately decomposes and its acid eats through the hull of the jockey ship, leaving it stranded on the planet. The jockeys radio out a message that there is a dangerous parasite on the planet, that nothing can be done to save them in time, and that no one should attempt to rescue. Then the jockeys slowly starve to death. So like that's it's romantic. How they die. so that ship was downed by alien acid alien blood acid messed up with the engine whatever so do you think with that in mind do you think that the Wayland industries somehow could interpret that message because they would have to to know to go there because that's where like there's alien life that they've never seen before you know what i mean because obviously i highly doubt that they would send out a signal just like you know, this button here either sends out a distress signal or sends out a "Don't come and save us." But it's the same tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, like yeah. I feel like maybe it was something. Well, they somehow... knew because they didn't tell nobody, and yeah. the crew didn't know. So obviously, they were getting sent into danger
3: to bring back this. Right. Killer. So I'm just assuming the Whaling Corporation figured out what that mess what, what that meant, and like, huh, we could maybe sell this thing yeah. or patent it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. According to Ian Holm, Ash's head contains spaghetti, cheap caviar, and onion rings. <laughs> And and always it just looked, sounds like a balanced breakfast. It always
0: looks like, um, like oysters. Yeah. Like those like pearl things. Yeah. Like it always looks like that. Mm-hmm. Those are, yeah. Anytime an a android is killed in those films, it's just always disgusting. It's more. It's always the yeah. most disgusting death. <laughs> Ash's blood is colored water.
3: Milk was not used as it would have gotten very smelly very quickly under the hot studio lights. Milk was used, though, for the close-ups of his innards along with pasta and
0: glass marbles. Host. There's the oyster stuff. Mm. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, and then we talked about how Dan O'Bannon and, and Ronald wanted all the characters to be male, you know. But I think so I wonder who was it was it Ridley, you think, who came in and was like, I think we need to mix this up, you know, with genders and stuff. Because definitely yeah. the writers wanted this to be all male. Yeah. Um oh this is funny. Before filming the scene where Ash shoves a rolled up magazine to Ripley's mouth. Ridley Scott still not explained. No, but this makes it even more confusing for the actors. Uh, uh, Ridley Scott told Sigourney Weaver that Ian Holm was going to stick the magazine "quote unquote" up your hooter. <laughs> this British term for nose left Weaver
0: more confused yeah. about. Wait, yeah. Okay, hold, no, hold on. Okay, hold on. <laughs> if he said, if so, he said up your, then no, yeah, no up confusion. Your hooter, and he meant nose. Yeah. Obviously, Hooter, we all were thinking, it's like, okay, yes. he said vagina. He yeah. just said he's going to put it out of vagina. But then he <laughs> meant nose. Like, that's not going to happen. It's a mm. giant ass magazine. He's yeah. just going to be pressing it against your nose. It doesn't even work. So. Yeah, I don't understand at all. I don't either. Uh, the scene
3: with the alien exploding from the stomach was a reference that came to co writer um, Dan O'Bannon because he struggled with um, Crohn's disease. Mm. So that was kind of.
0: Yeah. His little personal struggle metaphor. Mm-hmm. So Crohn's disease is a metaphor for the alien. Jesper. No, like
3: the sheer pain that when you have issues with Crohn's disease, I've had friends who've had it. And my, just, one of my
0: best friends has Crohn's yeah, disease. And
3: just because of that sheer like agony of the pain that you feel you like your insides are yeah. ripping through. He wanted to, he kind of drew on that as the inspiration for like that pain of mm-hmm. it kind of like why that would come out of the stomach. Interesting. I thought that was very interesting. And the box office I actually remembered to do this this time. It says the production budget was 11 million, but the trivia said hmm. 8.4. So maybe that's including it's, marketing.
0: Yeah, most maybe. of the, the budget stuff before, like we'll the 90s, sure, is <laughs> inaccurate. The it, so 11ish, we'll say between
3: 8.4 and 11 million dollars was the budget, and domestically it made um, just shy of 81 million dollars. Oh wow! And worldwide was where is it? Yeah, or
0: or foreign was $24 So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So So pulled in about $100 million in 1979 money. Yeah. Yeah. Damn good money.
3: So it explains all all the other stuff. Um, Or all the other films. So that's trivia. So let's go to the Tomorrowland segment. Now, Trevor, so I I decided to bring this segment to the show. Back I was watching um, The Breakfast Club. And I was thinking about what could possibly happen after, like, the credits rolled in the story, like what happened. And the only thing that makes it as profound a movie, you know, as it is, is if like that next Monday, all those guys went back to their social cliques and never, it's not like they became a cohesive unit of friends. It was one of those moments in time where they all shared something, but then they kind of went on because the social pressures of high school. Exactly. So, for this show, we have the Tomorrowland segment. We're like, what happens after? And it's a little bit harder with movies that had a billion sequels.
0: I believe Ripley falls asleep for fifty-eight years and then comes out and has to deal with the Xenomorphs again. Okay, that's well just that's just, i think that's ridiculous. Nobody would make that film. No, um. So, but we can Let's kind talk of, about what happens
3: for to Jones. Oh, for the next, time. I hope something horrible. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this—you know—for this movie, we definitely can. Kind of play around more, just maybe you know, wishful think about how we would have changed it or where we would have liked this to go. I mean, mine takes place after the second movie. Mm -hmm. Well, what if we
0: just kind of guess what Alien 5 will be? Sure, the one directed by Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, that's just well, I think
3: it's going to take place in Johannesburg because all these movies (laughs) take place there. But he was saying like he
0: kind of wants to just ditch the last two and just kind of make a traditional sequel to Aliens. And he wants to do Alien 3 better. So. Which I'll be okay with. I yeah. love
3: District 9. Which i be okay with
0: that. Yeah. So who do you
3: want? Go ahead, Trevor. You're, um, you're a special
0: guest on this show, so you get the honors of going first. Well, it seems everybody wants, They, with the exception of the Alien vs. Predator movies, they never got to Earth. And that seems to be the one, like, from this series, like, that's the big sort of hurdle that they should get to. Like, that is the Jurassic World. Like, it is the park being opened. Sort of thing. So I think that is danger lands at home. Yeah. And I mean, like that's the whole threat in that's what they're trying to do in one that's what we're trying to do in two alien three is just sort of off on its own, but then alien resurrection, they get the aliens crash land on earth, but they like are incinerated in that explosion. And so I think any sort of continuation of the series, like the next logical step would be go go to earth and see, like see what would happen if you had like a full blown, like infestation or something like that.
1: Okay, Chris. Let's see. Um, she probably wake up after the ship crashes on another planet, um, and then finds a different version of the when, alien. When are you on setting
3: this in the timeline of the series? When are you I'm right those? after one.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm just saying this is what happens. This is if how I were you would have to, started your two, yes. No, I don't know. This is what I think would what would, would have happened. Um, Either she makes it back to Earth and she tells everyone, hey, this company sent us out to bring back whatever. And then, I don't know, maybe the company goes bankrupt or some crazy shit. And then so they try to send out their own people to go try to capture it. And then all those people get killed. And then maybe that ship crashes to Earth. And then the only person to save Earth, Ripley. Ripley.
3: (laughs) Amy?
2: Uh, Mine just starts right, you know, from Alien. And, you know, she makes, you know... Contact with base camp, and she's like, You want to tell me what the fuck that was? <laughs> <laughs> you dicks left us out here to die. That's what happened, and then that's
1: it. And then she hangs up and doesn't talk to him for seven years.
2: I'm going back to
0: yeah. hypersleep. <laughs> this do is nuts. <laughs> yeah, well, they said exactly. like, they're like 10 months from Earth, yeah, yeah, like in the big ship traveling that speed. So, Lord knows how long it would take Ripley to but get in the back. second movie. They were briefly on Earth,
3: she was No. Wasn't she with no. Paul Reiser? I no. thought that they were... Was it just a
0: different ship or something? They're on like a different ship or something. They don't ever... She never gets back okay. to Earth. For some reason, I thought that just... was that's reasonable. Yeah, that's something sad that you never really get into. Yeah. Aww. Like, Ripley never gets back to Earth.
3: It's just like Quantum Leap where Sam never gets to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Clone Ripley sad. does. Yeah. So mine, um, I still set Alien 3. I, I feel like they still could have done it in a prison but the way I have it set up is Newt doesn't fricking die because that was the whole goddamn point of the second movie. (laughs) She drops Newt off, you know, at the base or wherever they were in the prison. No, 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 they're not in the prison. She, they make it back to the base safely. Okay. Um, damn it. I actually wrote this down because I, (laughs) months ago I told my friend this, I'm like, I have an idea where it wouldn't have sucked. Um, (laughs) So, so that jail is like for the worst of the worst, and basically, uh, the Whaling Corporation is pissed at Ripley because she destroyed like their property. You know, I mean, they considered the alien their property, and they were pissed that she destroyed the the ship, the the um, or like the all the aliens and stuff like that. So they pinned the murder of her crew on her, saying that she murdered them, and they put her in this jail because like the Whaling Corporation realized they can't control these things. So the way they make money off of them is through like using them for punishment and things like that. So they drop her off on this, on this planet where all the bad, like the worst of the worst go and they have to fend themselves off from these aliens. And like, that's, that's how tight. she got on there. Right. That's tight. <clears throat> okay. I thought that'd be a lot better. Cause that still sets it in a prison where it's a contained area, which is why they set it there is cause like, you can't leave that area. Mm-hmm. It still has like dangerous other people. So more than just her can be like a badass, you know, and you might not even be sure if she's gonna survive or if someone else is gonna kind of carry the torch. I thought that'd be a lot better, and it would make way more sense to be more satisfying about the second one because Newt friggin' lives. Yeah, no, I dig that. So and that no was...
2: shaved head, right?
3: No, because in, in in my perfect third movie, she's not doing it to not get raped by men. <laughs> I,
2: I'm also mean that though. was the like, She'd was be the, the one the doing G-I-G. the raping, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. she'd be like. You and you, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, yep. get ready.
0: No, she would make him rape each other. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what I, well, that's
0: true power. <laughs> <laughs> I run this person out. I'm
2: trying, Miss Ripley. <laughs> All
0: right,
3: so if we had to remake the original, now we're at that portion. So we're going to go over our list, say who we would remake it. And um, also, Trevor, okay. so from the very beginning, there was a recurring theme. So we have a disclaimer for this is we just assume that Amy Adams has a scheduling conflict so she can't be any of the characters cuz we realized that in all of our original she could be in movies, anything. she was like in everything yes.
0: okay we i her. so she did not even cross my mind that's good except maybe as Lambert that's <laughs> <There> weird <laughs>
2: It's weird that she didn't cross your mind.
0: Really? Oh well. No, because she's pretty much in every. She's Amy movie, Adams. So. She's Amy
2: freaking Adams.
0: Right. It never crossed my mind. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Not one second was Amy Adams like, <laughs> perfect for this. No. Okay. Unless it's Jones the cat. <laughs>
2: Damn it. Amy, would you like to start Jones, us off? Yeah, Jones the cat will be played by Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, okay, so I I've gone in a completely different direction here. Ripley, I have Carrie Washington.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: She's a badass. And yeah. remember the last half hour was all reaction shots. And Ripley and just I thought it was amazing. I mean, her terror was palpable. I mean, she just had to keep it together because survival. Um Carrie Washington's amazing actress and she is. Yeah, she would definitely be great. I have uh, for the captain, Dallas, I have uh, Fassbender, Michael Fassbender. And then um, for Parker, I had um, I had put Jake Johnson because I thought that Parker was kind of funny. And but at the same time, he was badass. And I don't know. I I think he's Jake Johnson's very versatile guy. I think that he could really he can bring it when he needs to be serious and. You know.
3: He was the best part of Jurassic World in my opinion. That yeah, dude's good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's really, really good. Um, for Ash, the crazy scientist robot, um, I have Christoph Waltz.
3: Mm. I mean, he kinda already talks like that anyway. Yeah, so... yeah. He
2: was so creepy and so. <laughs> so that's, evil a, good and weird that's, a, that's and a good choice. that's a that's a good choice. Yeah, I like that. Very daunting. Um, and then um, yeah, for Lambert, I have uh Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. I think she would have made a really Funny hysterical kind of victim.
0: Yeah. Is that your list?
2: That is my list.
0: Awesome. Trevor. Um, I didn't give mine too much thought. I had I had trouble. Um I was <laughs> like, fuck like, like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. This movie's perfectly cast. Of course. Um keep Tom Scarrot. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I like Christoph Waltz. I was thinking like a Jesse Eisberg. Like, it definitely has yeah. to be... There's something other about yeah. Ash yeah. that you need to have. So, yeah, yeah, but I like Christoph Waltz. That'd be really cool. Um, I was thinking like either Zoe Saldana or like Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Like somebody... Cause, yeah. I could cause, see it. Yeah, cause with Ripley, I, ha- I originally had
3: Emily Blunt. Yeah, because
0: with Ripley, like, she's very clearly not Lambert. Mm-hmm. She's not hysterical. She's always put together... But you do have that like vulnerability in the last half when she's like the the last girl, yeah. When she's like in that role, um, and so yeah, like she is freaking out. So yeah, somebody who can really capture that. I I mean, I really like your casting. I thought Carrie Washington would be a really mm-hmm. interesting choice. But yeah, like uh-huh. Zoe Saldana, Emily Blunt. Uh, somebody like that, and then especially with Edge of Tomorrow, Emily Blunt was a badass. Oh, she's super badass. That's to me. That mm. was her audition for Captain Marvel. Yeah, you know, that's that's my dream casting for a completely separate movie. Yes. It <laughs> is. Um, and then um, yeah, for uh, I don't know, I don't know. I really just was thinking about who who to get Ripley because everybody else, yeah. Like, I feel like also like Idris Elba as Parker because mm-hmm. he already he he auditioned for it in Prometheus. Yeah. so just oh, get him yeah. back in yeah um i love him yeah and so yeah i th- I really think like somebody like zoe Zeldana or emily blunt somebody who could be tough um but also be like scared because this is a scary situation like mm-hmm. beyond like the tough girl like kind of persona like that mm-hmm. because it's not like a scarlett johansson type role where she's like in black widow where she can be tough and mm-hmm. then vulnerable yep. like you this is like genuine fear um mm-hmm. but yeah so that's my, that's my casting for you. Yeah, let me break it down for you guys. All
1: right. Dallas, I have the Mad Titan himself, Josh Brolin. Nice. Mm. I can uh, see that. I like that. Ripley, I have Emmy Rossum. She plays Fiona on Shameless. Interesting. And Interesting. I know she's very, who you're talking about uh, Tough, no nonsense, okay. no bullshit type of broad. And I thought she'd do a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. For John Hurt's Kane, I have Hugh Laurie. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. For Ash, I have Terrence Howard. I would
0: just love to see Terrence Howard in that freak out joke scene. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Passing out. It's hot out here for Android, man. (laughs) Um, For Parker, I have. It's hot out here for a ship. Parker, I have Danny Glover in Predator 2. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Um, and then for Brett, I have Nick Nolte, kind of that rugged, yeah, man. Let's do it. Um, for Lambert, I have Annie Hathaway's, mm-hmm. so
2: yep. she
3: can
1: just kind of like yeah all the time. Yeah. And then for the director, uh, like I said earlier, I have John Carpenter.
3: Nice, that's right. Nice. You did have yeah. that. Yeah. So cool. for my director, I originally was like, oh, Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. but I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, uh, I wanna, I wanna
0: go he, elsewhere. He'd be good because there's definitely a Lovecraft influence on this film and he like yeah. loves lovecraft yeah. yeah he does
3: um but i have matt reeves which i don't know if you know who that director is but i first realized like who he was i've seen some of his earlier stuff but i didn't really just like who is this director what's until he done? I saw let me in the american version of let the right one in about where it had uh
2: what's her name um chloe
3: smurris gets as like the young little vampire who befriends like a boy her age oh, oh my gosh it's so good we're gonna watch it sometime it's amazing and you it's said so good.
1: Vam- young vampire and then boy her age i don't think that's really my well, it's like
0: a, it's basically if the kirsten Dunst character in an interview with a vampire like if she yeah. like made a friend and uh-huh. she sort, sort of, of thing die. yeah and oh. so it's like sort of like that, like a like a child who's like kept in vampire form, like they were bit okay. as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those. Oh, it's gotcha. super interesting. Oh, yeah. The, so good. The, the, the original Swedish one is crazy.
3: Yeah, actually yeah. I actually like the American one better. That's, really? Me. Yeah. But he also okay. directed recently Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and the upcoming War so of saw. the Planet of the Apes. Yep. And he also directed Cloverfield, yeah. which I always assumed oh. that was J.J. J. Abrams, but he,
0: <laughs> it's not. I think the kid who's in. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is Nightcrawler is yeah yeah it's yeah it's that kid the kid who's gonna play Nightcrawler is is the kid who's in let let me in oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah plays opposite her uh,
3: for Ripley originally I had Emily Blunt but I used her for a more recent film I don't yeah. remember what one it was so mm-hmm. instead I went with um my new soulmate Freema Agyeman is that how you say her name from something like Sense Eight and Doctor Who mm. she's Martha dreamy. Jones um, but she's she could be very tough. And I think that that would be a cool casting. Um, for Parker, I have Luis Guzman. <laughs> I
1: Pluto, man, we
3: get out of here, man.
1: <laughs> gonna turn to Pluto Let's Nash. talk about our shares. That would be great. For
3: Dallas, I have Idris. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he'd be great. For Brett, I have Charlie Day. <laughs> so I, think I think that'd be funny too, yeah. right? Can you imagine
0: Charlie Day and Luis Guzman's back and forth? Jesus. That would be amazing. Really swinging for buddy comedy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want a spinoff of those Really guys. just a prequel spinoff. Got to undercut the horror, but just wait for it. For Kane, I have Paul Rubens.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh, which I thought
3: would be interesting. And if you watch the Buffy,
0: horrible Buffy movie, his death scene's like crazy long, like on purpose. Well, he's he's been in the Blacklist recently, and he's very good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's really good. He was really good in Blow. Blow, He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he'd be an interesting choice for that.
3: Really like as Kane as Kane. Yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. John Hurt character, yeah, yeah. See I'd want to, yeah, I'd
0: want to see him die.
3: Um, oh. for Ash, I have um Benedict Cumberpatch. Uh. Mm. I think because he's kind of falls in line with like the weird speech yeah. patterns and kind of the whole like I'm smarter than you, meaning I'm a little bit socially awkward. That's what he plays in everything. <laughs> um. And also for fun, I have for the
0: alien, I have Andy Serkis.
3: (laughs) He
4: does all of the
0: mocap stuff, so why not? Yeah. Well, that's going to be interesting. Do you think, yeah, are they going to go, because they're not going to go tennis ball (laughs) on the screen. I think it's going to be more of the mocap, like Planet of the Apes,
3: which, I mean, it really worked well for Dawn. I was not looking forward to that one because I'm like, well, before it was not a lot of CGI Uh apes, but then then this one was a lot of them, and it worked, man. That movie's amazing. Yeah, it was a good movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's my cast. I like it. Very cool. So real quickly, I think I know the answer to this, but just because it's part of the show, going around the room starting with Amy, do we think this movie holds up today?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. I mean, the old, even with the, the funny, and like, oh, my gosh, look at this 1979 technology. Mm-hmm. Like, it still works. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, yeah. that doesn't, you never feel, like, taken out like you do in some old stuff when you see yeah. the old technology in yeah. sci-fi and, and this. this-
2: Came out after Star Wars, so yeah, that's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely holds up. Yeah. Yes, all right. <laughs> yes, it does.
1: Uh, like I said, the Trevor's just hitting on it that the realism to that kind of space exploration is super intriguing to me. And I thought, fuck, this was made in '79. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's this good. So yeah, I think it still hands, uh, holds up till today. Awesome. And oh, I would cool. agree with all y'all. Oh so. yeah. Don't get don't get hip. Don't get hit, man.
3: <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be, you know, down with the kids and, like, do all their lingo and stuff. So mm. it's, oh it's,
0: it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Listeners, be thankful it's an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Visually witnessing that was <laughs> yeah, the, my slow meltdown as oh, I'm like. <laughs> he started
2: off so with such great posture and then. Yeah, it died off, uh... like, right
0: away.
3: <laughs> all right, let's go into our plug segment. Uh, Amy, what we got?
2: Um, taking it easy this summer, but I've got Comic-Con coming up. Oh I know. What are you doing wow. for that? Can you say? I cannot say, but I can tell you afterwards.
0: Yes, please. You so can't publicly say, but in private.
2: That's right. Thanks. Excellent. <laughs> Listeners can't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and I'm just um, out here doing freelance um, publicity, public relations, and hit me up on Twitter. At the Amy J or on Instagram, the Amy Cordova.
0: Nice. Trevor. Um, we well, we have the comic book podcast, which currently is unnamed, untitled, untitled um, because it's currently listed right now on the Ozzy Cobb site as its new second name, which is already, we're not going to use that one. Trevor Reese has issues. There's a podcast using that title too. Oh wow! Be original, um, man. Come on, trying to, trying to. <laughs> I, up I'm something. gonna tell. help them ha- out, folks. We have to record a new intro for the next two episodes, <laughs> so we're gonna be doing that. And I've just been thinking about it, and it's like that South Park episode that they did this past season with the uh t- um the Chiefs, the the Redskins, Washington Redskins, uh-huh. oh, and the grief. episode opens up with them just saying all these like horrific uh like things. And you realize the joke is that they're just trying to come up with dot com names that aren't taken. (laughs) They're just just like listing off all these like horrific sexual acts like and it's taken. It's taken. That's taken. That's taken. And so that's what I feel like with my with my (laughs) podcast. But yeah, comic books on Ozzy Cobb, I guess that's what the podcast is. And then um, my short for Nickelodeon, Cupcaker of Doom, always, always going to mention that. Absolutely. What's it called? Cupcakery of Doom. Okay. We're about to enter production. I'm looking oh, at nice. stories. I'm looking at storyboards tomorrow, so that's fun.
2: Good for you. Yeah. Very cool.
0: I'm excited to see it. Sweet. Uh,
1: this has been comedian Christopher delfino Fimbres. <laughs> uh, and we actually, myself and Noah and Trevor, we have a show on June 30th mm-hmm. at, the, oh.
0: at the clubhouse. It's uh, what time? Um I don't know, but you it's, can look it up as the TNT show. Yeah, TNT right? Tuesday Night Thunder at the clubhouse in Los Angeles. Um they have two halves. One starts at eight and one starts at nine thirty. It's like a three-hour show. Wow. Um, just
1: bring beer and go to both yeah. people. Yeah.
0: So we'll let you know either eight or nine thirty. But- and
1: also uh we will be performing in the LA Improv Comedy Festival in August. Mm-hmm. So Stay tuned awesome. to the podcast network to hear specific dates for that and come check us out. Um, we're some pretty funny motherfuckers. Cool. And you might Make enjoy us it.
2: laugh, funny man.
1: Okay, I'm not an animal. I'm not Jones the cat, okay? <laughs> I'm not some kind of selfish <laughs> demon. Uh, I, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm gonna strangle a fucking cat tonight. Okay, that's not that's, that's not the point. She's I'm not going to like Peta, no, you know. I'm not. No, not okay. Doing. But, um, but if I <laughs> find a cat that looks like Jones. Uh, <laughs> it's going
0: down. But
1: check me out on Facebook. F-I-M-B-R-E-S is how you spell my last name, and I will have show dates for uh, all of you guys. And pretty soon, you'll have other social media stuff too. I was waiting for Renee uh, to get here. Come we got this. We got this fucking new guy, Trevor. Like I don't know this, this guy. guy.
2: Doesn't, he doesn't even. Do you have Instagram? Um, do you have Twitter?
0: I have Twitter. Yeah. Got to be active on
2: Twitter. At, at Trevor. What's wrong with you too. I'm not too
0: on. at Craigslist.
2: <laughs> Casual In that special section. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. Awesome. And just <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: Check out. Where Ozzy do you post Cobb on Craigslist?
1: Trannies <laughs> uh, for trannies. Okay. <laughs> that seems likely. <laughs> And um, we
3: have all the links for the Ozzy Cobb social media website, everything like that in the description for this podcast. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the improv show on Tuesday. So if you're in the LA area, come out and check it out. Ow!
4: Mm -hmm.
0: This has been an Ozzy Cobb media production. Executive producers, Noah Kinsey and Brian Nicholas. For more information, visit OzzyCobb.com.